Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, episode 96. And today we are sitting here with Big Pep. What's up, man? What's up, brother? How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Thank you for coming, man. I appreciate it. No doubt. I know that you uh, you have early mornings. Very early mornings. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. So um, for anybody that's listening right now, um, if you could give us a quick like breakdown of who you are, what you do, and what makes you uh, the man. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> all right. So my name is Pepe. Uh, I actually, I'm, I'm a security professional. I strictly work with mostly like celebrities musicians stuff like that uh born and raised here in ventura nice yeah man so ventura uh ventura raised me man so it's great hell yeah dude i love to have locals in here man Mm -hmm. especially people that are out hustling dude because that's something really rare that you don't find i mean i'm not that that familiar with ventura because i grew up born and raised in oxnard okay but like i was saying off air man growing up i really didn't have many people to look Mm -hmm. up to living out in oxnard dude um so you were born and raised in ventura yeah i was actually born and raised i was born and raised for 20 about 21 years in the mobile homes right there uh you know behind behind saratoga Mm -hmm. the mobile home estates right there by like barnes and nobles yeah yeah yeah. okay i know what you're talking yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I, i was born and raised there my whole life until I moved out. I actually live in Austin right now. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got a crib out there like six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So Sick, yeah. dude. So how did you get into uh, doing security? Man, so it started probably like six years ago, maybe even seven years ago. Uh, I had gotten back from, from college. You know, I was, got a degree, got all that good stuff. But I couldn't land a job. Hmm. And so um, my first actual uh security job was working downtown ventura yeah at watermark it used to be called gotcha, and yeah. uh an og that that that's been doing security in ventura forever his name's steve luna uh-huh. he saw me and he's like i was hitting the weights and he's like yo i need you at the front of the door i did that for like a month and then from there i got picked up to work at a different location and then my, one of my best friends jordan who's from Oxnard and he's, yeah. he's my partner when, uh, working right now with logic. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. He was doing the same thing, but he was like ahead of the game and he got put on working at like high end, like restaurants and, and like clubs in LA yeah. and Malibu. And then he brought me on. And then from there we just started climbing the ladders. Him and I sick. Yeah. yeah, dude. yeah. So you started in the clubs in downtown Ventura. Started in the club. <laughs> oh, man. Shit. Yeah. Watermark. <laughs> I actually never went to Watermark before. Yeah. Our, our thing was um, rookies for okay. sure. And then it was back in like candlelight days. Yeah. Dude. dude, I used to, <laughs> when I was like 19, 20. No. Yeah. About 20. I used to like promote down down there. In really? Yeah. It no used to, shit. I, I forgot what it was called. It wasn't candlelight. Was it Zoe's? Yeah, I think it was called Zoe's because mm-hmm. it's been like a different, different name for her. Which one is that? I think it's called the, the the candlelight spot. Oh, candlelight now is the tavern. Yes. Yeah, that one. That's like the big two. Oh story no, so one. so it's a different one then. Yeah, yeah. But but I used to promote down there when really? I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> How old are you now? Thirty. Thirty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we're about the same age. I'm thirty four. There you go. So that was uh that was a good era, man. Yeah. The whole candlelight and uh, hush. Yeah. Times. Oh, dude. <laughs> hush. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's one of the spots. One of the spots that I used to I used to try to promote. Yeah. Oh shit! You know what's funny, dude? Is like that was that was our life. You know, every oh, yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Hey, what club are we gonna go to yeah. tonight? And felt so special just knowing somebody knowing the bodyguard or the uh, the, the security, security or something oh, yeah. hey, come, here, come here i'm sure that we've seen you before oh, there man. I, I i remember i like i was in college and i'd come back for like the holidays and then i'd be like you know we wait in line i'd be like no we don't have to wait in line yeah i, I, I know someone's at the front door here in ventura yeah <laughs> so funny yeah we dude. got the plug <laughs> you know what i think now is like does that shit still even go on because rookies isn't even there anymore Man, like, honestly, like, cause I'm never, I'm never home. Yeah. And when I am, I literally go to two places. I literally either go, um, to like Made West or to like El Rey. Okay. But I always go like during the day, and I always gotcha. go, with, I always go like with, with my fiance. I never at night anymore. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm an old guy now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know? No, I feel you, dude. Because that was such a good era. You know. Oh, dude. It, downtown was super popping, mm-hmm. man. And now I don't even know if it is. I mean, maybe I'm just so disconnected from the youth and whatever they're doing. You know. But. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's still popping. You know, it's funny. One of my one of my best friends who used to promote back in the day as well, like my age, and then now he's actually he's super duper Kyle's manager. Oh, okay, gotcha. Him. You know, he, he 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 was doing the promoting thing, and I think now his little brother's doing the promoting thing. So, from what I hear, it's still popping down there. Yeah, dude. Maybe I'll just go one of these days. Hopefully, right. my wife's not listening. <laughs> we'll go real quick, dude. Real quick. We'll go hit nah, up downtown. <laughs> my lady will get hot. <laughs> How long have you guys been together? Man, we've been together for a little over five years. Nice. Yeah, we just we just got engaged. Uh, we just got engaged like. Six, seven months ago. Congratulations, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. So how'd you do it? On San Francisco. Yeah? San Francisco, yeah. I had the ring had the ring on me for like a month. No shit. I didn't know how to ask. I was yeah. waiting for it. I got the dad's blessing, my parents' blessing, and then we were in San Francisco, and I had the ring, and my best one of my best friends were out there, and I was like, yeah, I think this is the right time. Yeah. Because she went to San Francisco State. She loves San Francisco, so we walked to this like beautiful, got on this hike, Went to this like beautiful spot. You can see the Golden State Bridge, and then I hit her with the question, man. Ah, yeah. dude, that's so tight, bro. Yeah, I was excited. That's good, man. Yeah, same thing with me, dude. Is how, how long like, you been with your lady? We've been together since 2012. Okay, and we got married last year in April. Nice. So um, we were probably together. I think it was like six years before I I popped the question, dude, and it's just like. It got to that point where it's like, yo, either we're going to do something or yeah. something's going to happen, you know, we're, yeah, we're yeah. both getting too old. So once I had it set in my mind and then she would always bring up like, oh, well, what do you think? Or just just something like that, you know, but in my head, I was already the wheels were already yeah. moving, dude. And I um, I got the ring and I got it made and everything. As soon as it was ready to pick up, dude, I picked it up and I said, dude, I'm doing it today. I was gonna do something big, something elaborate, and I said, "Fuck it, I can't, I can't yeah, yeah. wait, dude." So where'd you do it? I uh, just at my parents' house. Nice. Yeah. So right when I got it, it was during the day, and then I just called everybody that we wanted to be there. Hey, meet at my parents' house. Meet there. Meet there. And then uh, my son, he plays soccer, so they were at soccer practice. Mm-hmm. So 
she was uh, when they were going to come home. I said, just give me a call when you're coming down the grade because we're going to order toppers at my parents' house. Yeah. We'll just grub and shit. So then she comes in and then she uh, she walks into the living room and looks and the whole family's right there. And then she looks at me and I I, I couldn't even say it. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, oh. <laughs> all crying and shaking and shit. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah. This is a beautiful thing, uh, yeah. man. I think that uh, it's funny for the longest time I actually told her. I was playing a trick for the longest time. I was like, yo, let's just be life partners. Yeah. Like, we're, I, like, like, I'm good. You're good. I'm not cheating on you. You're not cheating on me. Let's just be life partners. It'll be easier. <laughs> da, da, da. But the whole time in my head, I was like, I got to We got to get married. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's dope. And I was always against marriage, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since I was younger, you know, because I never seen like, I mean, my parents had a good, good relationship. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But it was just, I think it was really kind of a society thing that was just planting seeds in my head. as just like, this is not. This isn't the thing to do anymore, yeah. you know? But after I did it and then after we got married, I'm like, dude, that's the best decision yeah. I ever made. Because this is like showing somebody that you're going, that you take them serious enough to get to that next 100%. level, you know? And I'm not saying the people that don't get married, that they don't have that commitment, but it's kind of like, yo, I'm all in yep. right now. And I think that's that, like kind of like what you said, like, knowing like the commitment and like all in like to me that gets me like super excited yeah like you mean to tell me you want to be with me forever <laughs> yeah and i want to be with you forever like let's let's do it you know That's- sometimes i don't even want to be with me forever <laughs> right <laughs> i wouldn't Fuck, want to yeah. fucking stand me <laughs> so with your uh with your busy schedule and you traveling all the time how does that work with the relationship it's definitely been it has it's had, it's had a lot of ups and downs for sure you know when i first started um for the first couple of years of me like doing like pursuing it full to full time, um, you know, I would work at my, my, my first job, you know, I'd work at a Casa Pacifica. You ever heard of that place? I have, but a, I'm a, not a Camarillo. sure. It's the kids who go in from like, you know, like uh, social emotional, uh-huh. you know, like when like CPS gets called and kids go over there, stuff like that. So, wow, so really? I, yeah, so I was doing, I was working there, like being like the, being a teacher during the day and then I would do security at night and then. So we would see each other in the morning, sometimes during the day, whatever. But then when I got put on to go on tour, you know, my first tour, music tour, um, I was told, hey, I'm just going to hire you for two months and then we're good. Those two months turned into, hey, let's go from USA tour and can you go with me to Europe? Oh, shit. So now I went from two months to three and a half months. Then when that happened, the artist blew up. Then it went from three months to seven months. So before I knew it, like I saw, I had seen her at like that whole year. I saw her for like maybe like three months. And what year was this? Three and a half years ago, three years ago. Wow. Yeah. So, but that, but that's the thing is like, we had just, we had just like, it was all bad. Yeah. It was all bad. I had started doing this. I wasn't prepared. She wasn't prepared. We didn't think that I was going to really fall deep into the security world. And then before I knew it, I was like, all right, I'm out. She had to deal with like the house. Then yeah. I had a couple roommates and, you know, it, but, but, it, but over time I was able to, you know, bring her along. I would come home more. And then now that I've been like, I'm pretty much like established. Yeah. Kind of make my own schedule. Me and my boy, Jordan, we, we, we figure stuff out. He has a lady. So it's like, he knows how I'm feeling. Yeah. I know how you're feeling. So we can figure it out. Yeah. yeah. So did you make a conscious decision to think like, yo, I need to figure out how to, make my business and personal life work together thousand percent got you but don't get it twisted though too like when i first started i was just so excited like 
man, I'm living this dream. Yeah. And for a minute, I was I was selfish. I was like, yeah, I'm living this dream. I'm traveling the world. Me, 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 me. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, shit. I got my lady at the crib. And it took me, you know, a while. It took me a while. to, And then also, you know, her checking me. Yeah. You know, my boys checking me. Maybe my parents checking me. Like, yo, like, you have a good thing. Like, don't fuck this up. Yeah. So, real quick, I just changed it up. And I was like, all right, how can I make my career? I don't want to be, the like, like one of those dads who was like, you know, or, or husband that's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I see, I see my lady once a week or once a month or whatever. It's like, no, I'm, I want to be able to balance both. Yeah. And that's dope, man, because a lot of people never come to that realization. Yeah. And then when shit crumbles and they're heartbroken and trying to figure out what happened, like, dude, what do you, what do you think was going to happen? Exactly. You know? And I, I feel the same way, man. When I was first starting off with Downstar and, you know, traveling and being able to go to all these different shows all over the country and leaving my family behind, you know, at first my mentality was like, yo, I'm out here trying to of course make it for the family get this get, you know, this, I'm get this money get exactly. it, i'm getting this money but then after a while i'm just like yeah dude money's not really that important you mm-hmm. know we have enough money to pay all the bills and you're still out there going and going like you need to figure out a, a good um a good balance yeah you know and that's something that i've been working on i've been conscious of it for the last few years and I, i've been trying to work on that a lot more like taking my wife to uh shows and things like yeah. that and just showing her that she's part of this life too because it's so easy for people just to get in their own world we're like okay when i'm on the road this is me this is my life i'm not worried about anything mm-hmm. but you still got to uh, you still got to check back at the home base. Exactly, and I think that right there, like, you know, solidifies like solidifies us as like like good men. Like, we could live this life, but we choose not to because like the love that we have for our partners. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I was telling. I was telling uh, my last birthday. I told I, I I said like a little speech, and basically I said like you know I've seen the world, I've been on jets, I've been Grammys, VMAs, I've done it all, but there's nothing like it doesn't compare to, 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 if you can't share it with your, with your, with your oh, significant yeah. other, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I might not be doing all that. I might be at the house laying on the couch, but as long as I'm with my fiance yeah. or wife, I'm good, you know? Yeah, no, hell yeah, dude. And that's dope, man. And it's like, like they always say, there's no place like home and literally there, mm. there isn't, dude. Especially I've, Ventura. Yeah. Ventura is the shit. You know what the craziest thing is that my cousin, he broke it down to me like the best. He's like, we won the lotto just being born here. I said, what do you mean by that? He's like, well, first of all, you're born in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Second of all, you're born in California. Third of all, you're born fucking five miles from the ocean. You know, what more could you really want? This is like genetically you won the lotto mm-hmm. and there's still people that really just don't take advantage of it and they just leave so much on that on on the table yeah and just look at their situation from the opposite side of things you know it's too expensive out here there's too much traffic or mm-hmm. whatever but you're right dude we're there's there's nothing to complain about no. living out here man i love it and it's funny too because i know like when i was in college i went to, I went to school for a year in kansas so obviously being in Kansas and then coming back home, like, damn, this is amazing. But I was like 19 at the time. So years passed. And I'm like, all right, cool. Ventura, whatever, whatever. Then I got into this situation and I promise you, man, like being anywhere in the world, it's like, that's cool, but it's too hot or it's too cold 
or there's snow yeah or there's, there's no fucking ocean or the people ventura to me is like the best yeah you know what i'm saying hell yeah. yeah so besides ventura what's your uh what what are some good places that you've been uh man japan yeah japan's amazing that's yeah. my number one yeah dude. yeah i love japan japan was dope um i remember we were in ireland ireland was cool nice you know what's another good place hawaii stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah but like was what's, what's like bittersweet like i'm able to travel but we're just constantly going that it's like wake up you're at you're at denmark do the show at denmark drive the next night then you're somewhere else so you don't really get to sightsee unless you have like an off day so the, the so the, the places that i'm telling you was like i was actually able to be in hawaii for 10 days in tokyo for 12 days and in ireland you know so yeah so what are the, some of the things that you liked about tokyo man honestly other than like like the swag yeah which is dope like, yeah like, i mean from like the streetwear to to like the technology to all that stuff honestly man i like how clean it is hell yeah how clean it is like i think my one of the times we we had we had like a guide with us and my boy like spit on the ground and the guy freaked out the guy's like do you want to get arrested and we're like well, what are you talking about he's like you're not a lot of spit out here i'm like you're not a lot of spit I'm like that's actually pretty dope yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah yeah their culture is really tight man mm-hmm. i love it out there and the food yeah yeah the sushi's fire oh i know dude what about ramen do you hey, have ramen? ramen really hey no ramen shit. man yeah, why yeah. is that dude honestly and it's a funny story i just i i don't have i don't eat a lot of salt oh gotcha gotcha so when we were out there um i was out there one of the nights and i was with my boy jordan and my buddy christian and i was i was smacking it and before i knew it man i like felt like i was drunk my i couldn't even squeeze my hands i started getting all like inflamed like you ever seen like the uh hitch with will smith yeah yeah, yeah. remember he gets all like yeah big yeah, ass, yeah big ass eyes it was like that because my body my, my body just couldn't take all that all that uh so all that salt no shit mm-hmm. so i haven't touched ramen it does have a lot of sodium yeah dude. but for some reason dude like i'm really attracted to that oh, yeah. like, sodium i don't even know why dude I might have something wrong with me because I haven't been to the doctor since I came out. So. <laughs> right. I don't nah, know if I got you're something good, wrong. Man, you're good. <laughs> I'm still breathing, so right? I'm good. <laughs> That's what I say. I hate doctors. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't fuck with doctors. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just like I do a lot of a lot of researching and a lot of uh, mm-hmm. alternative thinking and stuff. Oh and yeah. I, I I really don't trust doctors or politicians or pretty much anybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> i couldn't agree with you more <laughs> oh man but um speaking of politics dude i have your uh you have your uh business i do the future is latino, future is latino. tell me a little bit about that man um that started last year uh it started right before uh the summer tour that i went on so um i was touring and i mean i still work with, with logic yeah and we were doing a summer tour and man, it was just like, you know, I was, it really affected me with, with all the, uh, like the immigration laws and, you know, people weren't allowed across the border yeah. and all this stuff. And so, you know, just from talking to a lot of like, a lot of my own people, a lot of my family. And I was like, man, the, like the future is us, you know, like 
like we're the future like we're gonna we're gonna have the next president you know we're yeah. gonna, so i decided to name it that and we had a really good year you know i made a very powerful shirt that made like headlines and then from there i the whole purpose of what i was doing was i, I said whatever whatever like basically money i make off of it I'm giving it away. I'm giving it to anybody that's affected, affected like in the, like with like DACA. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And so this, I was able to do like a crazy Thanksgiving drive with, nice. with, with, with my cousin, uh, a Christmas drive. And then I sponsored a graduate from Pacifica. She graduated with like crazy honors. So I bought her a brand new laptop. Wow. Yeah. 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 So it was cool. So right now it's, I'm, I'm putting it on, I'm not putting it on hold. So I'm waiting for the right time to like, to launch the new, like shirt got you so that basically i can sell it make money and give it away how did you find that girl to give her the laptop so my my aunt like my my whole like mom side of the family they're all like educators got you so my aunt she works at pacifica well uh-huh. two of my aunts yeah one is a spanish teacher another one is a native no english or native speakers teacher but anyways um i approached her the uh, Miss Murillo. Mm-hmm. I approached her and basically told her, like, she always does a lot of stuff for her kids. And I was like, what can I do? And she's like, yo, well, why don't we, we... I know a lot of kids who are going to college, but don't have any materials. And so then I'm like, all right, you give me the best student who has the craziest honors, and I'll, you know, I'll sponsor them with the, with the laptop, and then we'll see what happens for the next year. And yeah. That's dope, man. Yeah, it was dope. And I think she, this girl, I think she's she's going to... VC and transferring to UCSB. I think her sister's going to in college. Um, they're the first ones in their family to go to college. So I was like, yo, hell yeah. You still keep in touch with her? I would like to. I'd like to more, but I always I always ask my aunt, like, how she's doing this and that. But you know how it goes. Like, once they graduate high school. They're off. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Mm-hmm. Now, growing up, did you feel that you got any, um, that you were a victim of racism hell yeah really yeah but i think that's i think that just comes with the territory of of having brown black whatever skin you know what i'm saying you know yeah yeah my dad my dad was born in Salvador, so he got his, his, his citizenship you know i think it was like in like like 91 you know but my mom was born here in the states but uh you know it, it was i i dealt with it i dealt with the racism it, it, it was my situation when I was young is like, man, I was, I was really obese. Plus, I was Mexican mm-hmm. and couldn't speak Spanish like how I should have. Yeah. But then I didn't want it. But then I couldn't sound too like whitewashing. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I just got all ends of, of the the bulliness. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, I dealt with it. But yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, how about you? Not really, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, coming from Oxnard is pretty much all Hispanic yeah, people right. out there, so it was like you were the the majority. Mm-hmm. You know, I I definitely dealt with a lot of other things besides racism, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know, man. I uh, I think this is a really weird time that we that we're in. Oh yeah, and. I think something's gonna happen, dude. I think something bad is really gonna happen to snap people out of uh, out of this 
this time that we're in that's just worrying about dumb stuff. Yeah. You know, not saying that racism is dumb, but it's just there's there's going to be another problem that's going to come up. And yeah, I think I think if anything now to me, it's like, you know, without saying names, but who, you know, the person who's running our country, I think, you know, with with that being on top, it's almost like giving people like the green light to be more you know, racist, yeah. discriminating, pre- you know, prejudice. And it's like, and you're right. Like it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. I felt like that. I've been feeling like this for the last few years that this, I'm saying the the next 10 years is going to be a pretty dark time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm not, I'm not going to put it all on the president because he's highlighting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, the way that the culture is no you doubt. Know, whenever we think about things we think about like how it is in california but i've been to uh the midwest and down south and bro it's it's a totally different story oh, man yeah. you know it's it's not like out here oh yeah and yeah no, yeah especially like with us in touring and stuff like too like like our whole team is a bunch of minorities yeah so when we go to certain states or even certain cities in certain states we're like yo watch your back um don't go don't go to the bathroom by yourself and it's a real thing. It's not like we're trying. It's not like we're like we're making a scene, but it's like, yo, for real, like they don't work that way. Yeah. You know, like be with the partner. Don't forget your cell phone because you're, you don't want to go around the block and all of a sudden somebody's waiting, you know? Yeah, no, definitely, man. But that's really commendable But with you starting the brand and mm-hmm. just giving back to people, especially to back to your community. That's like I was saying before, there's not really that many people that, that the young kids can look up to yeah. locally. So um, when I saw that you started your YouTube channel and uh, I, I seen all the clips and you could just tell that they're from Ventura, I, I really dug that. So tell me a little bit about that, man. What do you got cooking with the YouTube channel? Yeah, so I started that recently. It's called Pep Talk. Um, you know, long, long story short, man, uh, like I was telling you earlier, I love like behind the scene clips, man. I love like like drama stories like 30 for 30s on espn i love uh embedded on ufc i love 24 7 when it came, like with boxing so i had i've had this vision for a while and i never wanted to like tease i guess you would call it directing yeah you know because i'm that's not what i do yeah you know i'm, I'm a professional you know I'm, I'm a professional security yeah but i was like man I'm, I'm gonna do this and so i hit up one of my buddies jt clemente and i was like man i got this this treatment and i got these shots and i want it to be you know, I want it to be shot in uh, in Ventura at these places that I go train at, whether it's my jujitsu gym or whether it's like my boys, my boys, uh, my boys gym, my house. And I just want it to be really cinematic. I want yeah. I want drone. I want drone shots. I want to I want to have fire music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, posted the first episode like 10 days ago. And, you know, people are liking it. Yeah, it flowed really yeah. well, especially with the music and, like you are saying, with the shots. And yeah. So did you you fed all of that to him? Hey, I want it to look like this. Well, I mean, I had my vision. And, you know, he, he actually, you know, he, he stayed at my house for like a week. And I was like, yo, I want this, this, and this. And then, you know, when it comes to the editing, he worked his magic. And so once I saw it all, like, laid out, then now that, that's when I was like, all right, dude, like... <laughs> can we be a little more dramatic here or, or why, right when like I walk into the kitchen before I, I flip up the light, can you play this song? Yeah. And, and he, he, he got it. So it was cool. I was, I was super, super, super scared to put out the first, the first episode. Really? Why is that? Cause I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. 
I don't know. I guess in a way, I was kind of like, man, like I didn't want to make it seem like arrogant or cocky. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, let me make a video about myself, starring myself, directed by myself. Yeah. You know, I was kind of like, look at like over these past years, a lot of people are like, you know, like especially like like family. Mm-hmm. Like, man, your life is like that one percent. Yeah. And we follow you on social media, and it's so cool when you post that you're traveling here, or you're on a plane here, or you're meeting so-and-so. And for the longest time, I was trying to avoid that. Yeah. Because, like, man, I'm not trying to look like no cocky guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to do my job. But then when, like, my mom is like, hey, like, I can't get a hold of you. I'm like, I know because I'm in Ireland right now. I can't don't have data. So yeah. then I was like, you know what? Let me make you an Instagram so you can find me on Instagram and you can watch everything I'm doing. Yeah. And then after that went for a couple of years, I was like, you know what? What if I make, like, a behind the scenes of how I get ready to go on my music tours, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you feel like the, the position that you're in is something that maybe others would judge you for as far as like, they would think that you changed or something or, I mean, you as a business owner, yeah, you think people would, you think guys from back in the day would, would judge you like, Oh, like, you know, I mean, everyone has their own ways. Like, oh, like, oh, you're a business owner. You must think you're high and mighty or da da da. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, I guess that's kind of yeah. what I was and, getting and, at. Yeah, and as much as like we say, like, fuck them. Like, it doesn't mean shit. Like, whatever, care, yeah. whatever, care what they say. Deep down, like, at least for me, I'm like, damn, I don't want them to think that. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, do I care enough to really take that into consideration? Whatever, you know. So then that's why I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do this with. Like, I'm going to make this YouTube or I'm going to post this stuff unapologetically. Yeah. And just let it rock, you know? I mean, that's your life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the life that you created. And I, I feel the same exact way, dude. Like, I'll still have people now this day that will say, like, oh, must be nice or whatever. I'm like, yo, bro, you know me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I've yeah. been fucking grinding. Like, how dare you even say yeah. that? And, you know? and trust me, man. It's, it's like I've had a couple times where I'm like, like, oh, like, you, like, it's handed to you on a silver platter, or you didn't have to grind as much as me. It's like, dog, you didn't, you weren't with me. Yeah. When I was working three jobs, drinking four fucking Red Bulls at night, trying to make it to my day job, trying to deal with my lady, trying to pay yeah. off student loans, and still trying to hopefully make this dream happen, you know, but it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that that just happens to everybody when mm-hmm. you get in a even a better situation that you were in it's not even about traveling the world or being a business owner or anything just if you have another job you're always going to have people that are going to do that stuff to you yeah i think like that shows a lot more about them than it would you Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Uh, uh, i was talking to my cousin earlier today and he was saying something same on the line of those like yo when i was when i was younger i was i was fat and my friends used to make fun of me because I was fat. So then I got fit. And then they made fun of me because I was fit. Yeah. You know, I was like, dude, those aren't your friends. <laughs> Not <laughs> real, man. You know, those aren't the people that, that you should be spending time yeah. with. And whenever people say things like that, it's like, yo, that's pretty much the reason why I don't even hang out with you. Yeah. Dude. You know, the, the energy that you're giving off is something that's not going to help me get to the spot that I need to be in. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm working hard on myself and you're just trying to remind me of what I 
used to be what i used to do like yeah and it sucks too because those people who say that like i know like they end up subliminally becoming your motivation like like fuck you for saying that now you're my motivation you know and it, it sucks to like you know to to think that way but sometimes, you know, not all thoughts are good thoughts. You know, sometimes yeah. you're like, you're like, fuck this dude. I'm going to go and I am going to watch what I eat or I am going to go work out or I am going to grind that much harder, you know, because this dude was talking shit. Yeah. You know, have you uh, had friends like switch up on you since you've. Uh... Yeah. But you know what, man? Like, yeah, it was kind of loud. But <laughs> um, my I'm sure you too, man, like over the years, you know, you get we get older, but our circle gets smaller. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the the so-called friends that have switched up on me you know i realized they weren't friends they were acquaintances and now they're not even a phone call away not even that yeah no i definitely feel you on that dude and it's just a natural way of things Mm -hmm. how things go like you got to gravitate towards the people who have the same mind as you do in the same way of thinking yeah and whenever i say that i don't want people to think like they have to have the same amount of money as you or same power or whatever it's just like there could be somebody who's just working regular nine to five but when you talk to them you're like damn this person this person has a really really good way Mm -hmm. of looking at life you know yeah no 100 percent. yeah definitely dude my circles changed so much and a lot of it comes with just being busy too you know i i only i i feel like time is the most valuable thing that we all have Mm -hmm. and the little free time that i do have i'm gonna spend it with people who actually appreciate oh yeah my time because shit most of my 20s i wasted time of my life spending with people who really didn't appreciate the time that i was spending with them you know, and at the end of the day, it was really my fault because I was allowing it to happen. Yeah, yeah. But um, to go back to the YouTube channel, man, I think that you putting out those videos is going to be more motivation than it is uh, people looking down on you. You know, that's going to be the minority of the people, dude. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, man. And, and, and the biggest thing that I wanted to not only obviously like the behind the scenes, but I wanted to put it out as like, this is my way of how I get ready emotionally, physically, and mentally. It's not like, hey, these are the 10 ways of how to be a security professional. It's like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm nowhere near, like, there's guys that are amazing, way, way more knowledgeable than me. You know, yeah. like, I, I jumped a lot of ropes to get here. So that's why, like, when I put this out, it's like, yo, I'm not doing this to be like, yo, let me show you how to become a security. No, it's not at all. I was like, yo, this is what I do in in my life to get ready. Cause there's going to be more like the first video was just like, you know, showing like the, the insides, like the training, but then, you know, I get more in depth. Like I have, I have like a, like a episode where it's like talking about my relationship with, with my fiance, how it's bittersweet, you know, to, to leave, but to come back to miss each other, you know, have an episode with, with my older brother and then my other cousin who was a, he's an, he's a, he's a musician as well. Um, from Ventura. Mm Mm-hmm talking about like how it is working for working in the uh like in the industry because my older brother he's a super duper cow's day-to-day manager oh really yeah so 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 he's he's in there i do that and then my other cousin chocoyotin he's a harpist and he plays for a group called i think they're called like los cafeteras Mm -hmm. and he travels around the world too so we sit down it's kind of like you know lebron has like the shop yeah it's kind of like that but latinos yeah <laughs> yeah he plays the harp yeah no shit yeah he's an og here from ventura he used to be he used to be in a group or, i mean they still are at ray fresco mm-hmm. back in the day so yeah he just he, he 
he does a he performs and plays the harp. Yeah. Oh, that's dope, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, man. So I saw your brother in the YouTube video. How close are you guys? We're all close, man. So I'm an, I have a, my older brother. Okay. I was telling you about it. Then my little brother, Tomas. Um, we're, we're, we're all super tight. Yeah, we're all two years apart. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at one point, you know, my older brother was a senior. I was a junior. My little brother was a, was a, for, for a freshman in high school. And... Like, if you know me, you know my brothers. If you know my brothers, you know me. So You guys all went to the same school at the same time? Yeah, we all oh, went to... Oh, that's so tight. Yeah, we all went to Buena together. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's hella dope, man. Yeah, I saw you guys training together. Yeah, that's, he's, that's he, really he's, cool. Dude, dude is a stellar athlete. Yeah, he, he plays semi-pro soccer. He, he does a bunch of, like... Dude's just, like, a crazy athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so before you got into um, being a security, mm-hmm. how much how much did music play a role in your life? Well, music played a role in my life, my whole life. Really? My whole life, Dope. man. My whole life. Yeah, ever since, even dude, since I was, when I was younger, like, music was always blasting in my house, whether it was, you know, my dad's, my dad playing the, the, the slow jams, like the, the Juan Gabriel's, Ana Gabriela um Luis Miguel to yeah. like my mom playing like 50s to you know Smokey Robinson's to the Supreme to Temptation and then you know once I got into like what third or fourth grade my brother and me Wu-Tang Tupac <laughs> heavy into <laughs> bone yeah. heavy into bone thugs yeah. yeah and then everybody in the mobile homes you know they put us on to you know all the other rap stuff so yeah Biggie and stuff that's dope man so mm-hmm. it's mostly rap stuff everything and I know that's so generic, but dude, like I listen to like island music. I listen to to reggaeton. I listen to to rap. I listen. I listen to everything, man. Yeah, reggae. Yeah. So what are you listening to right now? Right now, so if, this is my routine. So if I if I go to the gym, like in the mornings when I go to the gym, I listen to I listen to two albums right now. Okay. I listen to NF. You know who NF is? Uh, he's a, he's a rapper. Nah. Yeah, so I listen to NF and I listen to like Young Thug's new album, but it's just oh, because they're like shit. they're like bangers, you know. Yeah. And then I get home, I'll listen to like uh, like worship music, like Christian music, just okay. to get my day right. Got you. And then when I'm in the car, if I'm not listening to a podcast, I'm listening to island music, where there's like J Bug, Common Kings, uh, The Green, stuff like yeah. that. That's so funny that you mentioned Young Thug, dude, because like <laughs> this week I posted up a question: Where do you rate Young Thug one to ten? And just like so much hate, dude. And yeah. I'm just like, how? Well, believe I, I, I just became a fan of him. Really? When this album came out, and the only reason why was because I never liked Young Thug. Yeah. You know, I don't half the time I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. But then my brother's like, yo, if you want to, if you like, play the shit at the gym, and I listened to it, and I was like, all right, like this is dope. Yeah, and you know, he's like the he's like the the innovator of like mumble rap music, you know? Yeah. So I I love that like. He's killing it. Yeah, he has another album. Um, it was like a country album that came out, I think maybe in 2017, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. It was like Beautiful Girls Love Thugger or something. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That album is fire, yeah. dude. Top to bottom, man. I'm like super deep into music, bro. I've always said if it if it came between picking between cars and music, I would probably pick music, Oh, yeah. Dude. No, I'm telling you, I, when people ask me, like, oh, if you can have one superpower, it's like, dude, I'd love to sing. Yeah. If I could sing, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, sing like The weekend. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I've always wanted to be a rapper, bro. There you go. That's dope. Hell yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Ever since I was a kid, dude, music has just. What do you? What were you listening to? I listened uh, early in my uh, 
in my childhood, I listened to a lot of East Coast rap, oh, way okay. more than West Coast. And that's funny you say Wu Tang. I have the mug right there. Yeah, uh, Wu Tang, you know, DMX, uh, Big L, things like that. Yeah, yeah. And then Jay Z. And just, I don't know, I always just gravitated yeah, yeah. way more the towards story, the East storytelling. Coast. Like when I was in high school, Jay Z, 50 Cent, Biggie. Yeah. It was just hit home. Yeah. It just felt different. I don't know. It felt like West Coast music was just more fun mm-hmm. you know when you want to just have a good time or you want to kill somebody or whatever <laughs> yeah right just like west That's coast real. stuff but i i've always just gravitated towards east coast and then when the south started picking up dude i i gravitated like a lot more towards that like how south like ludicrous and stuff like that or are you talking about i think like- a little after ludicrous okay. it was probably around like waka flocka uh-huh. gucci i love like, gucci yeah that's like my guy that time gucci's the man bro have you read his book uh, yeah I you read did the book yeah yo yeah right? and that, that's something that even gave me even more respect for him yeah and it's just that's why i don't really like to have music conversations with just like casual fans because just like the, the young thug thing is like people people that would say like negative ten. I'm like you have no idea. Yeah. You don't. You're not even listening to it in the, with the same kind of. You're not listening to this with your ears. You're listening to with it with everything else but your ears. Yeah. You know what I mean. But when you get a little deeper, like Gucci, dude. Gucci's such a fucking OG, bro. And if it wasn't for him and for him putting on for his city, dude, a lot of these rappers oh, wouldn't I be know, around. Man. You're talking about future. Young Thug, Migos, Young Dolph, like yeah. all of these dudes, man. Even maybe even Nicki Minaj yep. too. She came through that whole camp, and it's just that that kind of like raw feeling of it. I I, I kind of look at it like a hustle and flow. Oh like yeah, the movie hustle oh, and yeah. flow. That's kind of how I see their grind coming up, and that's why I really gravitate towards that kind of rap is because I know that these guys literally came from nothing. Mm-hmm. And rather they're mumbling, they're fucking wearing dresses, no matter any of that shit, dude. It's like, you guys can say whatever you want. These guys made something yeah. out of nothing. And, and, I, I, and I think I think also, too, like, when I, like, like Gucci or whatever, like, once I, like, damn near almost, like, become obsessed with them, then I start finding, like, all right, do they have a book? Do they have an autobiography? Yeah. How can I learn more about every person and, from like my biggest guy that like i really got in depth with was like little wayne yeah like, little wayne was, yeah. was like was like cracking like during like uh yep. like carter one carter yep. two and all that it was nuts little wayne you drink a, you drink man. a gallon too I'm trying bro yeah i'm trying to get this shit down cheers dog <laughs> <laughs> this is number two for me no shit bro mm-hmm. you're gonna fucking drown dude mm-hmm. i've been trying man um do you know who andy forsella is what i um first form it's like a supplement company. oh yeah, yeah 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 so andy forsella he's the owner of first form I know exactly and, what you're talking about yeah he's a big motivational kind of guy but it's not like a a gary v motivational this is kind of like yo you're being a bitch right now get the fuck up and go do it do you listen to dave goggins no but it's that's uh I'm pretty sure he posts up, or Andy Fursella uh-huh. posts him up. Yeah. And it's pretty much the same thing, I love right? it. I love it. It's like, just like, it's like almost like, like psychological warfare. Hell like, yeah. Like, don't be a bitch. Just do it type stuff, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's one of my strong points mm-hmm. has always been like a mentally strong kind of thing. So um, anyways, Andy Fursella, he came out with this challenge. It was called 75 Hard. 
So it was, you take a progress pick, you drink a gallon of water, two 45 minute workouts. One has to be outside. Um, what the fuck were the other ones? You have to read 10 pages out of a book and you have to follow a certain diet. All in one day. All in one day. Damn. I never did it. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't do it. You got me hyped. I was like, oh shit. We're about to go work out after this. <laughs> no, dude. Uh, but um, somebody at my uh, at my wife's work, uh, this guy Ernesto, he's actually doing it. And uh, he's like on day 20 or whatever. I'm like, fuck, I'm just keeping an eye on him yeah, doing yeah. it. Because that shit's hard, bro. But with saying that, I kind of want to take away the water thing out of it, mm-hmm. you know, because I know that when I feel hydrated, I feel so much better. Oh, yeah. And it's so easy to just go a whole day without drinking water. Yeah. And even when I was younger, dude, we never even had water at the house. It was never a thing, dude. We Damn. never had water bottles at the house. It was just straight soda. Really? Yeah. Always growing up, dude. Damn, I was, I was the opposite. Really? It was all water. That's good, it was all man. water. I mean, you know, we, we, we make our, like, our, our juices and stuff, but our water was, yeah. was, was, was life. I mean, we had juice, too. We had Tampico, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that was where I was getting right. my vitamins from. But yeah, dude, it's still my parents to this day. They just drink soda all the time. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like my son, dude, he'll ask us if he can have a soda. And it's so rare. Like we'll be at a birthday party yeah, yeah, or yeah. something. And for him to just have one soda, his eyes just light <laughs> up. And which is dope too, because I think that things like soda or candy or whatever, those things should be reserved for a time where oh, you yeah. deserve a treat, you know, because then it would be if you drank it all the time it just wouldn't feel as special no you feel like shit as it does oh yeah definitely dude so dude in the last five years i've been cutting down on my diet a lot like energy drinks uh even in my coffee no nothing just straight black yeah do you have them bulletproof no what is that bulletproof i mean i'd like you know the i make it at home it's like like a you put in like unsalted butter, uh, heavy whipping cream. You put in coconut oil, mm-hmm. MCT oil, and like collagen, and you just whip it up with like black coffee. No, yeah, it's really, good. it's good, and it's like healthier than like like creamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just been trying to cut out everything, and to really like the biggest reason for it is just to test my will. Yeah, you know, just to see how long I could go without doing a certain thing. I even did it with alcohol. Dude, I haven't drank since two thousand ten. And it was just because what really happened. Like you still have like your. I still haven't. Oh, not shit. a drop since November 2010. Damn. And dude, like I was saying, we used to fucking go out partying all the time, man. Yeah, just yeah. drinking all the time. And I, I just, I got Invisalign. So I got Invisalign and they were telling me like, you have to take it out when you drink alcohol. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. So when we went out to the club. I'm like, man, I'm not about to take these shits out. They fucking hurt to yeah. take out, dude. So I'm just not going to drink. And then something. Oh, shit. There you go. There you go. When you get the new fucking tray, dude. Bro. That's one these of are them. These are like two days old. Oh. And they're still like. Uh, and it's the same thing, man. My, my alcohol uh, like tolerance has gotten horrible because I don't take these out. Yeah. Because what happens with what they, you drink? You drink alcohol and it stains your teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, they said that that was one of the rules. Mm-hmm. So it was probably that week where I was just like, ah, let me just not i'm not just gonna drink and then just see how long it went and then just ended up being like a lifestyle thing those are the kind of things i like to train myself on if there's something that i'm really gravitating towards or addicted to or 
whatever you want to say, even if it's caffeine or something, yeah. I try to uh, it's tough, limit man. myself on it. It's tough with the caffeine. Fuck yeah, dude. That's like one that I really can't kick, bro. That and smoking at night, dude. Mm-hmm. I love smoking at night, bro, because it just like everything that I go through throughout oh, the sure. day, go home, smoke. You listen to music, music just sounds different. You just chill. Then you get the munchies and you start <laughs> grubbing. And then the thing that I'm battling with right now is when I wake up, it's just like really hard to get up in the morning because mm-hmm. you're just like in that that kind of state. Like that itis. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And just, I don't know, man. That's been like a, a hard one for me to give up. But yeah. what are some of the, the vices that you have? If there's any, you're pretty disciplined, huh? No, I mean, honestly, man, like caffeine. Yeah. Caffeine, whether it's like, whether it's if I'm not, like, if I'm not drinking coffee in the morning, it's because I'm working out at 4 a.m., so I'm going to take pre-workout. Yeah. And that still has like 300 milligrams of, yeah. of, 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 of like caffeine, but honestly, that's the biggest one. Yeah. It's caffeine, yeah. Especially like when, you know, I'm on the road or I'm, you know, doing whatever. It's like sometimes I got to drink two or three of them just to make it you know yeah so let's talk about a typical day so say like a non-tour okay. typical day maybe today or something yeah yeah like. what what does something like that look like uh so today i wake up at 4 a.m uh we have a 4 a.m get ready get to go either either go to the gym or i, I have a gym in, in my house by 4 30 i'm working out by 6 30 i'm back home so two hour workout two hour workout for sure okay. no matter what gotcha yeah and the reason why i work out so early is to be honest is like i know that there's nobody that's up at four and six that's like that that is my responsibility that's gonna call me you know yeah. like like my clients are asleep my fiance she's asleep so i know like these two hours i can put on music there's gonna be no interruption. I can just get it in. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So no matter what, I, I try to be home between six thirty and seven because my my fiance usually leaves to go to work around like eight. So gotcha. I, I always told her like, yo, no matter what happens, I want to spend at least like an hour hour and a half with you in the morning. Nice. Yeah. I love I love cooking breakfast and making coffee for her. And so we'll chill. We'll hang out with our dog. And then at by like nine, I'll go to work. And then after that, it, it depends what happens, man. Whether it's you know, I got to stay late, got to stay early. I and mean, as soon as I'm out of work, if I'm not traveling at all, come back home, make dinner, hang out with the, with the fiance, hang out with the dog. Yeah. Yeah. What time do you usually call it? To go to sleep? Man, if, I, if, if I'm not working, like if like, because, you know, there's there's nights when, you know, the boss man's like, yo, I need you till 9, 10, 11, 12, 1 a.m., gotcha. whatever. But honestly, man, if I can be in bed, I'm an old guy. If yeah. I can be in bed by 9 yeah, and attempt to be asleep by like 10, oh shit yeah 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 damn i try that's good man mm-hmm. but there was a time it was probably like t- three months ago that i don't know what the hell happened to me i got in a kick dude and i was waking up at like 5 a.m mm-hmm. and i'm not an early person at all dude and i was getting to work about 5 36 every morning and just like you said bro there was nobody that needed my attention from six to eight o'clock exactly so i would come in here and there wouldn't be anybody here nobody talking to me nobody messaging nobody nobody texting and just get focused and i was able to squeeze out no bullshit like a full work day out of the week 
just from waking up earlier. That, that to me, man, even even like even if I have a day off, I'm still up at five. Yeah. Because my thing is like I like to literally work out, you know, like if my off day I like to like work out, check emails, um, just go about my day, look up like itinerary, okay, cool, make breakfast and by the time like I'm done with like my whole pretty much day it's like 10 it's like 10 a.m yeah so i was like now i got a whole rest of the day to to chill with with with, with the fiance or go with my buddy to go with my family so i figured like why not yeah no definitely yeah. man so what are some of the things that you like to do on on your free time uh i love honestly the older i get i just love being around like like my friends uh my fiance my my like my, my parents my brothers I'm a foodie. Yeah, I'm a huge foodie. Sick. Yeah, man. So any 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 place that every any day I have off, it's like yo, let's go eat over here, eat over here, or you know we'll look at the Instagrams like what's popping. Yeah. Oh, it's this place. <laughs> there's this food festival in LA. All right, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So what are some of your secret spots around here? Man, I mean I don't think they're too secret, but like all the food from El Rey. Yeah. I love all the food from El Rey. Um, Breakfast spots. I love. I love going to like Mrs. Olson's. Hell yeah, that place is fire. Um, I'm a big pokey guy too. Got you. My yeah. wife loves that. Where do you go for pokey? I either go to the one by the by the uh, the mall, by by uh, the Pacific View Mall. Uh huh. Yeah, that one. Or I'll go to the pokey. Is it pokey land? The one on Victoria. Or I'll just literally just go to like a fish spot and be like, Yo, just like give me tuna. Yeah. Yeah, and just make my own sick yeah dude. i loved i love to cook really no that's my that is my therapy yeah hands down like like flat out like besides just like the working out and because i feel like working out i like i love it but i have to do it yeah it's part of my job but when it comes to cooking i am obsessed so what kind of stuff do you like to cook I'm, i love cooking breakfast uh-huh. but then i'm the type of person where you know if I see something like whether it's in a cookbook or, or, or on the internet or something, I'll look at it and be like, yo, this is kind of dope. And I'll just look at the recipe and then I'll just make it my own way. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thing. I don't follow recipes. I just tell myself like, fuck recipes. I'm just going to look at it and just then do yep. it like the grandma and just, yeah, that's all I do. <laughs> that's why, I, that's why I can't bake. Cause yeah. you got to measure shit. I'm just like, no, nah, fuck this. I got this, I got this. Yeah. We'll see how it comes yeah. out. <laughs> and usually it's pretty good. That's dope. Have you always liked to cook? Yeah. That's cool, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, my grandma taught me when I was like, fuck, maybe like seven. I kind of make a like a webble. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I make webble and hamon, and then once I learned how to make the flip, it was game over. <laughs> <laughs> the flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucked up the flip so many times, so it just turns into scrambled eggs. <laughs> yeah, right. I hear that. Yeah, and it was cool because you know growing up, like we always had leftovers, and you know even like like my dad, he was the first one to tell you like like leftovers are always. You can always make like great meals out of them. Mm-hmm. We'd have like leftover like like Panda Express or something, and then my dad would like the next morning would put it like in a like in a pan, grill it up, and then he'd get like a tortilla, <laughs> make it to make it to a burrito, and put like some eggs inside of the chow mein, yeah. and then fucking sour cream, and be like, "Yo, here you are." So once I saw that, I was like, "Man, you can make anything out of anything." You know what I'm saying? So yeah, no, you literally can, dude. Yeah, and that's why. I always tell my wife that we'll never be, uh, we'll never go 
homeless mm-hmm. or never go starving because I could just whip something up Easy. real quick, dude. Especially yeah. when I'm at nighttime, bro. I'm just <laughs> looking in the cabin. I'm you like, got what? the munchies. <laughs> dude, last night. <laughs> I'm so glad that I didn't do it, dude. Last night we had uh, those those Fritos, the, uh-huh. little, the little bags, yeah. the chili cheese ones. And we had cheese, and I had a. There's a can of chili, and I got the thought. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a fucking Frito boat, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I did yeah, it. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. I would have felt like shit, man. But I'm not much of the cooker, dude. My nah. my wife is though. I'm I'm the eater. Yeah. She just got a pressure cooker. Yesterday. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she got the pressure cooker. Is and that she, the, the is the pot one? It's like a pot, yeah, and then it's a bunch of steam or some yep. shit. I don't know how I think it works. I, yeah, dude. yeah, I think we got one too. I should's magic, bro. Because Does everything. Yeah, those. Uh, she made pot roast in it. Mm-hmm. We usually make the pot roast in like um, crock pot. Crock pot, yeah, yeah. but that takes like seven hours. Dude, you got to do it right before you leave from work, and yeah, then or come overnight or some shit. Whatever, dude. Yeah. yeah, and then this shit cooked in like less than two hours, and it was good, yeah. man. Yeah. The I can't wait to see what comes out of that one, man. And whenever she's like, oh, I just got a new cookbook or I got a new pot or something. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, no, I, I, about I, to grow. I, I dig it. My my uh, my fiance, we, uh, when we first got together, she was always like scared to cook. Because she, cause I always tell her, I'm like, yeah, I'm a fucking badass cook. Like, I'm yeah. good. Like, I, I really took my own horn with this shit. Hell yeah. But then she just got really into it. So now... Like we'll we'll mess around. And be like all right, let's let's do a competition this week. Nice and it's dope. Yeah, man, that's content right there, bro. If you guys did a, a YouTube video of that, yeah. that would be fucking really. I, I cool, think bro. I think we actually did get some footage of like I nice. guess like, cooking and you know being all lovey dovey shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So back to the uh, back to the YouTube channel. Yeah. Do you have episodes that are already uh, filmed and you're just getting ready to release them? Or yeah, what what's your schedule going to be like? So so the ideally I wanted to. I wanted to drop these before I go on tour, so I leave on tour um, the beginning of, of October. Okay, you know, so I had I had my buddy JT basically knock it all out. So we have I would say like of actual pep talk videos, like like four videos. Nice. Yes, and and it's just basically you know the editing, yeah. which which I can't really control, but you know it's it it'll be ready, and I, I ideally wanted to do it like leading up to tour so got you whether every week or every 10 days or whatever so are you gonna try to get footage on tour nah no nah because that's one thing that i don't play with is like i'll do stuff like everything that i do um that's like my side hustle whether it's futures latino or my youtube channel or or whatever it's all on my off time got you you know because when it comes to like like security work yeah like i can't play with that you know yeah no definitely man that's that's kind of a fine line it is man it is and i'm not and the thing about it is you know with 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 being at the i guess i was kind of lack of better words like the level that 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 i'm at yeah and and with with the client that that i have it's 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 like i I can't fuck up yeah you know i'm saying too much is on the line so it's like you know and and it it's almost like when I'm working, like I'm like I'm a whole different person. It's just yeah, like, like hella focused, you know, checking my peripherals, all that good stuff. Yeah, so um, let's let's get into it a little sure. bit if we can. So you are the uh, security for Logic. Yeah, yeah, Is yeah. That, are you the head security, or how does that even work? I'm- yeah, yeah. So, so I'm considered the head. Of, uh, I'm the head of security. Okay. You know, but uh, my buddy uh, Jordan and me, we're, we're partners. Yeah, so and he's from Ventura as he's, well. He's from Oxnard. Oh, okay, sick. Yeah, yeah. He went to. Uh, you know, went to Channel Islands. Got you. Yeah, we actually played 
we played Ventura College of Basketball together. Nice. Yeah, so we've known each other since we were 17. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. So we we started, we literally started together. Uh-huh. You know, I remember coming back. We were like, I was like 23. He was like 22. And I was, and he was like lifting weights. And I was like, yo, I'm trying to get big like you. And from literally from then on, we've been like inseparable. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. That's so cool, man. Mm-hmm. So how did you guys both end up landing this gig? Um, So believe it or not, man, he... The, the story goes, we were at, we were doing a, a, we were working security for, you know who Steph Curry is? Yeah. The Golden State Warriors? We, his brother's birthday. Okay. We were working it. Jordan met somebody who happened to be like Logic's like assistant at the time. And, you know, they exchanged numbers and, you know, before he knew it, he gave him a call. Said, hey, Logic's looking for security. Can you, can you, can you, can you come and check it out? So... Fast forward, he was on tour. Mm-hmm. At that time, I was working for. I think it must have been I was working for. I, don't know if, I think I was working for Larry Flint. You know who Larry Flint is, like Hustler Magazine. Yes, yes, yes. So I was working for him. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing my thing over there, but we always kept in touch. Yeah, and uh, you know, I did my thing there, but I just it wasn't wasn't my cup of tea. So uh, Jordan would always tell Logic, like, "Yo, if you ever need a second guy, man, like my boy Pep, my boy Pep," and so finally. He gave me the introduction, and you know we hit it. We hit it off quick. Really, Logic and me. Yeah, we hit it off super quick. He's a big movie guy like me. He TV shows, all this stuff, and then top it off like Jordan spoke so highly of me. So um, after that, man, it we, we just we just started working together. And how long have you been working with him? I've been working with him now. I think like three and a half years. No like, shit. Yeah, I think I think Jordan's going on like his like four and a half year. Yeah. So it's pretty tight. That's that's like that's like the 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 best thing about this job is like I get to work with like my best friend. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And these four years, him and I have it's like what best friends do, dog. We we we've gotten fights together. We we had each other's back together. We've had to fucking get down. You know when guys try to get at logic, like it. We've done everything together. Yeah. So it's just it's like super cool. You know, like even at now at like pretty much at 30 we're still working together that's really really yeah, cool yeah. man so um with working with logic and you say people getting at him does does he really have a lot of people that that try to attack like his character or his skill level what do you mean by that like because the way that i see it from the outside looking in is i don't think that he he gets a lot of respect in uh-huh. in the rap game for I don't know what what reason it could be. Yeah. But always on like the main media outlets and stuff, I really don't hear people speak really highly of him. Then when I not not to be in a disrespectful thing, I I just feel like that he's he, he's not looked at as his skill level is. Mm-hmm. He could spit, dude. Oh yeah. Like uh, the one album is um, what is it? The Incredible True Story, yeah. dude. I think it was probably from like a radio interview or something like that that I got in, introduced to Logic, and then I listened to that. I'm like, damn, this is not even like an album. This is like, this is something different. Yeah, you know, it's almost like a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say is there is will there be people that will just scream random things to him on the side of the road or something or no you know what man i i would i would say like the people who do i mean if anything like hate or whatever they're, yeah they're, they're just you know trolls from like social media man you know thing about logic is 
like people ride or die for him. Yeah. Like, like the rap pack, like the shows, like he, the reason why he sells out like 10, 11, 12,000, you know, cap arenas. Yeah. Is because, you know, whether, you know, people knock him or not, he stays true to himself. Yeah. So it's like, you know, hate on him all you want. Like dude has, you know, he's one of the best lyricists in the game. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, uh, Plus, he's also he, he doesn't try to like portray like anything else. Like he's a gamer. Yeah. He 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 loves his dogs. He he loves to just like hang around with his boys. You know. You know. There's rappers that are just like, you know, I gotta portray this like gold chains, gotcha. you know, and grills, or I gotta be in the club or whatever. And I'm not knocking him, but it's like that's not who he is. And I guess sometimes he gets like slack for it because it's like, gotcha. Like, you know, he's the type of guy where it's like, yo, I can spit, but I'm still gonna be myself. And I think that's that is also like what makes our job easier like jordan's in mind yeah you know because it's like we with him we know what we get versus like somebody who was like all right he's he super he asked some type of way and all of a sudden it's like yo i'm going to the club tonight because i gotta get relevant or i gotta or, you know all right or, or, or i need you guys security to to go knock this fool out because i gotta look like a badass it's like nah like it don't work that way with him you know yeah so have you seen the being in the music industry have you seen a lot of the uh like the real side of artists that, oh yeah oh yeah. yeah man yeah and 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 you know um it's bittersweet you know what i'm saying like you know you i'm sure like just like in the car world you know you in the car world you you assume is it's 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 this glamorous thing and then you meet certain people you or you see certain things and like man it's crooked like that or someone sells like that it ain't like people say, you know yeah. like, you know like people say like like sometimes you don't want to meet your role models yeah like that's how like i've you know i've met or been around certain artists from like damn like you're like that or yeah. damn or, or like or like man you treat people like that like you know i come from i come i come from a from a line of like you respect the principal as much as you respect the janitor you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying yeah you, hell yeah you, you don't wait for somebody to shake your hand you go shake their hand you know what i'm saying like that's just how I was, or how I was raised, you know. So when I see why well, I don't, when I don't see that, and then it's like not only do you, not only are you like being disrespectful, but you're 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 so and so. Damn. Okay, everybody, we're gonna take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be back in one minute. Yo, what's up, fool? Make sure you check out Downstar for all of your dress-up needs. Get it poppin' over here. We have all the kits for the K-Series, the B-Series, the transmission, the mounts, the engine, the Toro, baby. We have the hardware for the seats, for the stereo. We got it for the speakers. We got it for the lug nuts. We got it for the air valves. We got it for everything, dog. So you make sure you hit us up at downstarring.com or you call us up, fool. You can even text us, lame, 818-937-3472. Just shoot us a text and tell us what's up, dog. I need some fucking balls in this bitch. Hit us up, downstarring.com. Hey, and if you got an Instagram, slide in our fucking DM at downstar. Wait, hit up the homie, Frank underscore downstar. He's the one that takes care of all the DMs. Hit that level up and shoot him a message and he'll get you all taken care of real nicely. You know? Yeah. And um, does that make you feel a sort of, sort of way because they're like looked at as a role model? Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. That's why That's why I think with like, like I'm nowhere near that level. But at least for me, when I, when people tell me like, like Pep, like, you're a role model because, you know, you're a Latino 
at the position you're at or you know i talk a lot about like like uh like health and yeah. weight loss and kids are like you know i've been losing weight or or or, or you know i work out when i see you work out at 4 a.m you motivate me and stuff like that like i'm not trying to just post that on the Instagram just to say I did it and not do it. It's like, no, like I'm like, I want to live that life. You know what I'm saying? So that no, so that, you know, later down the line, if people meet me, they're like, Oh, this fool's fake. No, never that. You know? Yeah, no, definitely. And it, and it is the cheat code to, uh, to do that kind of mm -hmm. stuff and not, not be your real self, but behind the scenes, you know, be like a piece of shit kind yeah. of person. Like you were saying just with me in the automotive industry, bro, from me getting in, to 10 years later my my perspective has changed on so mm -hmm. many people in the industry man and it's it's kind of one of those things like you said don't meet your idols bro yeah. it's because like these guys in the automotive industry i see the power that they have and then the things that they say but then just knowing them from like the behind the scenes of shim like dude it's not even who you are bro like that's yeah. not even what you're a rude ass person you know, especially like you were saying about um, treat the CEO the way you would treat the janitor. Man, I've had dinner with some of these guys and just hearing the way that they talk to waitresses. I'm mm -hmm. like, bro, that's that's wrong, man. And and then it kind of makes me feel a certain way is just like... Like, why are you sitting there with them? Yeah, exactly, dude. I don't even want to be around this person now, yeah. you know, and I it's come to the point where i don't even want to be mentioned in the same sentence no straight up you know i don't want our company to be mentioned like oh i love this company this company and this company i was you know i appreciate that but just like don't even put me next to them dude mm -hmm. because they're not even they're not even doing half the stuff that we're trying to do and it's not even about sales or nicer cars or anything it's about like making people feel good you know I, whenever we interact with somebody i want to make sure that they have the best interaction possible mm -hmm. that's my goal is to want to have the best interaction with them and then to be mentioned next to these kind of people who you you could tell that that's not their genuine self is like nah dude I want to be as far away from that yeah. and which is like that's that's the longer road but sometimes the more genuine road is is the right one yeah no, to be right. on that's dope man so besides working with logic who have you worked with in the past that you could speak um, about man let's see I've, I've done stuff with like uh you know a lot of my things that i've done like when i first started with like i did with the my buddy jordan we did stuff like nba guys we would do side work when like, you know, Super Duper Kyle was, 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 was coming up. Yeah. We do some stuff with him. And then um, just recently I got into like in the boxing world. Uh -huh. So I, 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 I started doing like personal work for uh, Ryan Garcia. He's, he's like under, uh, he's like Canelo's like, like next like star. So I just, I, I did some stuff with him and yeah, it's been good, man. You know, I, I, I'm very, especially now, like I, I, pretty much work with with logic just most of the time mm -hmm. like one-on-one -on -one. occasionally if i honestly if i have time and if it fits the schedule and if the fiance is cool with it then i'll I'll do some side work and then but you know it has to be like yeah you know a good, a good situation that, that's i think that's in a, in, a, in a way i'm very fortunate to where i can like pick and choose you know like right, I, i'll do this this detail maybe i don't want to do this detail or maybe if I am going to do this detail, I want to make sure that I'm working with like somebody who I trust. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so how much of the planning goes on your end 
of things. Say if your client says, yo, I want to go to this restaurant. Do do you have to facilitate all of that or? It all all depends, man. It all depends. You know, it depends because, you know, you know, everyone, you know, now, you know, clients have like their assistants or they have their day-to-day managers. So, I mean, if I get lucky, it'll just be, you know, me get me, me, me driving the client, getting to the spot, going in the restaurant, checking in, making sure it's good, making sure the table's good, making sure the table's in a location where he won't get spotted. And if it is, what kind of people are around him, you know, checking in and then, you know, having the car ready when, when, when he's ready, you know, never, never have a client waiting for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like always be prepared. But there are some times when it's like, all right, on the fly, like, hey, I want to go to, uh, I want to go to like a Nobu or something. Yeah. All right. Then, then I got to figure it out. I got to call them. If not, I got to pull up, get in there, make sure that, hey, I'm with someone so-and-so, you know, A-list celebrity. I need a table. I need it now. And one way or another, you got to figure it out, you know? Yeah. So what are some of the things that you're looking for when you're with, with your client? In regards to what? As like keeping your eyes open for anything going on. Um, I mean, it all depends, you know, like, like, like the cool thing, like, like, you know, let's just take for logic, for example, it's, it's a lot of like, uh, fans, mm-hmm. it's a lot of fans, you know, you know, at the end of the day, you know, your client, they're just, they're just, they're just people. Yeah. They're just trying, they're just people trying to have some dinner. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, if, if you're having a conversation or if you're having dinner like you don't want to get bothered yeah so my thing is like man let them be normal so honestly my head is just always on a swivel you know and it's always like did so-and-so spot them okay cool they stood up all right now i got to start slowly standing up are they going to the bathroom are they coming oh, so you're trying to cut people off before they yeah even... but but i gotta do it in a you, know, you gotta do it in a very smooth way you know you can't just be like yo back the fuck up it's like yeah you know you gotta be smooth with it so yeah, and you just, you just you know you 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 uh you check out people's mannerisms, their you know their characters, and if if they're gonna walk to the, towards the table, um, are they excited? Are they upset? Are they walking towards him? You know, if he goes to the bathroom, uh, are they following him in there? Should I go in there? Should I should I, should I see what's going down? You know, it's just it's just a lot of, but it's never like, you know. It's oh, I mean, you know, I believe in this. It's not about if, but when. Something, yeah. Something will happen. Yeah. But at least I'm always proactive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what kind of stuff has gone down? Not just with Logic, but just with like any of your clients. Oh, uh, dude, I've been blessed to where you know I've had situations where you know sometimes we gotta leave quick, whether mm-hmm. it's leaving from a club or leaving from a, an event, and it's, it's everything's on the fly. You know, I, I have I have my client by their waist and it's I'm already on the phone calling the driver hey be right outside I'm literally three minutes out, I'm literally three minutes out, uh, uh, away from you you don't know me because I'll knock twice I'm gonna put the client in as soon as I close the door start scooting ahead I'll go to the front seat like it all has to be but it has to be quick yeah you know what I'm saying but um, there has been times where you know you know, people come on stage and you don't know what oh, yeah shit. you don't know what happens man and, and, and luckily you know I'm always on the left side, Jordan's on the, always on the right side. So we've been, we've been, you know, get so far to where if somebody gets on stage, we're, we're able to handle it accordingly, quick, and you know, with no, with no injuries towards 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 our clients. Yeah, damn, that's exciting, dude. <laughs> so you ready for October? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be, I'll be, yeah, I'm ready, man. Um, 
it's bittersweet. Yeah. You know, because now this isn't my my first tour, second tour, even third tour. I think this is like number five for me. So it's like now it's 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 cool because you know get to you know United States and everything. But it's like man, now it's like it's that much tougher to leave home. It's that much mm. it's that much tougher to yeah. like you know to to know like damn. I love Halloween. I always throw Halloween parties. Me and my fiance, I'm gonna be on. I'm gonna be in like Cleveland or something, you know. Yeah. But it's cool, man. It's it's it's. I, I don't. I always think positive because I'm like, life could be worse. Yeah, definitely. Not, and I'm not just like, like I could like, not to shit on it, but I could be like, dog, I could be like working a job where I I fucking hate. It's like yeah. yo, at the end of the day, like I get to be on tour. I get to see the United States. I get to. Um, run a team with my partner. I get to, you know, eat great food, different cities, get to work out. I get to work with the great, with the great artists like Logic, you know? So yeah. it, it, it's good. It's, it's good. Yeah. But just like that with anything, man, it still does become trying. You know, a lot of people will even tell us that, oh, well, you get to do this, you get to do that. I'm like, yeah, I do. But there's still stress. Yeah. And that's the thing behind too, it. Like, what people what people really see whether it's social media or even how you act like they can assume whatever but like they don't see the the blood sweat and tears the the whatever that you put into it you know what i'm saying like they don't they don't see the the 2 3 4 a.m. in the morning and all you're doing is standing next to your homie talking about man i miss my fiance man i miss yeah. my girl or man did you see that on instagram that my mom turned it was her 60th birthday and I couldn't even be there oh, or, you know, shit. or shit like that. But it's never, it's never like, but you also got to look at it like, you're also, this is also a, uh, like you're making a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like I always got to remember like, dude, I'm, I'm getting paid to protect somebody. Yeah. Who's making a difference in the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know what? Like, yeah, I'm missing this. I'm missing that. But like. I'll be home, you know, and I, it's crazy. Cause, I mean, I've never been in the military, but I can only imagine how it is in the military and people are gone for six months, a year, year and a half. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, dude. It's, it's definitely hard mm-hmm. being away from home. How long are you going to be gone for? Uh, this one, this is actually our shortest, our shortest tour. I think we're going to do like an eight week tour. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll do eight weeks. Then we'll come back for a couple weeks. Then we head out to Australia and we'll be out Shit. there for, for a minute. Yeah. So this tour that's coming up, where is this going to be at? This one will be a USA. Okay. Yeah, US tour. So he'll do like, you know, the you know, Hollywood Bowl. He'll do like Barclays in New York. He'll do, um, uh, what's the the Chase, Chase Arena? Yeah. The, the new one in San Francisco. Got so, you. yeah, it's a big tour. Sick. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. That's exciting, man. This is a this is a cool gig that you got, bro. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think? Uh, you got planned in the future? You know, it's. I want to start, you know, like, I don't want to do security forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, because at the end of the day, like, eventually, you know, you get tired. You know what I'm saying? But I think now it's a, it's a really good time. We're, like, starting to invest. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you had my buddy Brandon on here. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. too long ago. And, you know, Shout him, out to Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. I was just talking to him earlier. He's like, yo, just make sure you're, you're, you're cool. And, <laughs> and just don't, don't be nervous. And da-da-da. I was like, yeah. No. <laughs> but no, you know, him and me. And a couple other guys were going in on hopefully starting a jujitsu academy. Tell, yeah, he was telling yeah, me about that. So that that'll be a good investment. Um, and then go from go from there, man. We'll see see what goes on. You know, we'll see what 
happens with pep talk we'll see what happens with other stuff you know yeah so back to pep talk dude uh what made you get interest in like directing uh i think you know i just asked my myself that question a while back and i just love movies though mm-hmm. like i love movies like at one point like my childhood like when i was having like tough times in my childhood i would go to movies like i love like the rockies the gladiators and Braveheart. I love the romantic. I love the, the Titanic's, the Notebook, Time Traveler's yeah. Wife. I'm I'm all over the place, man. You know, so um, I guess maybe just watching so much and just like having like a like like visions, like being like, man, I I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. Or even you know, just being around certain certain content yeah. or music videos, and I'm like, that's dope. But I have my own imagination, and so yeah. I was like, you know what? Before I try to like nobody can tell me anything if I'm directing something about myself. Mm-hmm. So I said, no, I'm gonna take the leap and go for it. Do you feel of yourself as like a creative person? I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I have a lot of ideas. Um, this is the first time where I've jumped into this particular. You know, uh, I guess in the directing side because yeah. I get creative when it comes to like like clothing like this is like my second company that i've done like a clothing brand oh really yeah what was the first <laughs> the first one i was the first one it was actually jordan and me uh-huh I, we were both like 25 we started this this company called the breakfast club oh shit yeah yeah, yeah. no way yeah so we had like shirts and tank tops it was like a fitness a fitness uh brand yeah yeah because our thing was uh we because we go to the gym at like four or five in the morning and what do you eat for breakfast weights game so it's a breakfast club yeah so i always had like a i've always had like a like an entrepreneur like like mindset yeah so with this one i was like man i just i want to do it and the coolest thing is you know uh one of my buddies told me like at least if you ever have kids you know if i'm blessed to have kids and they're like hey like dad like like, what did you do or did i'm like yo check out youtube yeah check out youtube you get to see that shit you know yeah yeah Dude, that's so cool, man. That's uh, that's something that I could definitely relate with, dude. I've I've always been somebody who just wanted to create things. Even that room that I was just showing you yeah. in there, we we made that just like a couple weeks ago, and that's just strictly for like editing videos and creating things. And that's just something that's always caught my attention. And even with the podcast, like I love doing this yeah. stuff, man, and editing the videos and promoing it and things like that. And I think it's so dope too that like now at like like this stage, like everything's so accessible. Yeah. So for me, it's like whether, excuse me, obviously like, like the resources that I've now, I, I now have from like networking, like being in, in, in this like industry. Yeah. You know, I get to work with certain people, but also it's like, if I really, really wanted to, man, like I could just get my iPhone and make a vlog or whatever, yeah. you know? And, and, and it, it's that, it's that easy. Yeah. I think, but I think for me, it was like more of that, like, like ripping away that like vulnerability stage be like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. No, I feel you dude. And shit, the vulnerable stage, that's like, uh, that's the new wave nowadays, dude. Like Mm -hmm. I think society's just getting tired of all this bullshit that's going on. And these people that are faking it and not really authentic. And I see it changing. I, I give it a couple more years and all that stuff that blatant, just not, just putting on an act like that's not gonna fly yeah anymore and i think that that helps out a lot like i try to do it as much as i can in this podcast like whatever i 
whatever happened to me in the past, whatever I've done in the past, it got me to this position that I'm at right now. So I don't, I don't regret it, but there's definitely a lesson there to be learned. Mm-hmm. And if I can tell people the situation, whatever it happened or how, I, how I navigated around it and how I maybe should have, uh, looking back at it in hindsight, you know, maybe that can help somebody else out mm-hmm. in the future that if that issue comes up with them. No. And that, that's how I feel too, man. It's like, I know, you know, I was, I was blessed to have a really good like foundation, you know, parents yeah. raised me, you know, and then, you know, and my brothers, but there was some shit, you know, growing up where I was like, man, like looking back at it, I'm like, like that is not only like, not only did that suck, but like, that's a common thing. Yeah. You know, it's a common thing for it to get bullied because you're overweight. Yeah. Or it's a common thing to, um, be called like a mama's boy because you always want to be around your mom. Like I was a big old mama's boy or like it was a common thing where, you know, you, like I told you, like I was like, I, I felt like I wasn't Mexican enough to hang out with the Mexicans. But then at the same time, like I'm not like I did, I, I didn't want, I didn't, wasn't like, I wasn't white, so I was like torn in between, and I was like, yeah. so looking, so now like at this point, I'm like, man, like these are all situations that a lot of people go through. So when I get, you know, when I get responses, or even like when I get like a bunch of DMs, I write back immediately. Yeah. You know, I don't care who it is. I'll tell them like, yo, like, like you're not the only one. Yeah. You're not the only one who's going through it. Like, let me tell you, like, shit sucks, mm-hmm. but. You just got to power through it. Yeah. And I think that helps out a lot of people, especially if they respect that the position you're in and the things that you do and they aspire to, you know, at least have that kind of joy that you have in your life. And then you tell them that things that you're going through, the vulnerable times that you've had, it makes them feel like, damn, I'm going through that too. So maybe I have that opportunity Mm -hmm. to be in that, that position in the future or something. And I think that's a, that's a lot of people don't even focus on that. Yeah. You know, they only focus on, yo, I did this, I have this car, I have this, I have that. But they're not showing the behind the scenes stuff when the behind the scenes stuff is like way more attractive than any material yeah. object would and, be. And then that's another thing that I always, that I always like, I've done a couple of like, uh, like talks at schools mm-hmm. and that's one thing I tell them. It's like, you know, when I let them know like what I've done, who I work for, where I've been. But then I'm like, don't get it twisted. Like, I'm just like you guys. Like, I'm I'm from Ventura. I went to Anacapa. I went to Buena. I went to VC. Like, I, I I did the 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 late nights downtown. Like, what I'm trying to say is, I'm not anybody special. Yeah. I just busted my ass and I got to the point where I'm at now. You can do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't like, you don't have to like settle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's what I see is really hard is that uh, people have like not that many examples of it mm-hmm. especially in their own families i've seen you know generations and generations of people that not really doing anything with their lives and that that makes it even hard for the person that does want to do something for their life but they look back and they don't ever even had an example of what to even yeah. do you know so they look for others in the community or somebody who went to the same school or had the same teacher or even from the same city you know, so it's really dope and commendable that you put out that information doing those talks and oh, yeah. things like that. Try to, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's dope, man. Good for you, bro. I'm happy for you, dude. Appreciate it's, that. It's, it sounds like you have a really good thing going on. I'm trying, man. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be like a just a good person, humble, humble person. Yeah, no, definitely, dude. It's just it, I tell p- people all the time, man. As long as you're trying, that's all mm-hmm. people can ask for. And I know? feel also like I owe it. Like I owe it to people as well. You know, like um, a big inspiration for me, you know, was, was my dad. Yeah. Because he, you know, coming from El Salvador, being an immigrant, and like, you know doing what he what he's been doing. he's he's always been uh he works as a general foreman you know uh, doing construction gotcha but his biggest thing was like yo i'd never had like i never had education you know english is my second language so you like you don't have an excuse mm-hmm. like become something become something even when i like, was trying to figure out what i wanted to do whether it was like you know going to school playing basketball going trying to become x y and z he was like it's cool just become something yeah and that was my biggest thing I was like all right cool like at least he's, he he'll be he'll 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 support me no matter what i do you know what i'm saying so, and that was my biggest thing I was like all right like if he can you know take care of like three boys be married and still like grind and with the chip on his back like what the fuck is my excuse you know what i'm saying like yeah i know both languages i was born here i got it i got an education so it's like let me let me step it up a notch you know what i'm saying yeah do you feel like that's uh what motivates you to keep pushing on i think it's one of them for sure i think it's one of them for sure you know one, one, one of the biggest quotes that my dad always says is like be the difference in the room mm-hmm. like you you won't rarely find and you won't find too many like latinos who are in the position that I'm in, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And that to me is like, I, that's a chip on my shoulder. You know, it's like, all right, like I'm here now, now I'm going to solidify myself. I'm going to make a difference. Whether I'm in, I'm in a room full of suits, whether I'm in a, uh, in a studio or whether I'm in, I'm, I'm in, I'm in a, I'm in a classroom talking, like I'm going to make it like worthwhile. And people are going to know like, damn, all right. Like, like pep, deserves to be here he's not like just some like joe smo who like got put on you know what i'm saying and that's what the same thing with like with jordan and myself we always tell each other like yo man like we grinded to be here nobody can take that away from us and nobody's gonna say like oh you guys are like you guys just got like lucky he's like no yeah. like we, we grind and he, and he comes from the same background as me you know with like you know he had his hardships in oxnard and and the grind and it's just cool like doing like a podcast i mean like yo this is where we're at now you yeah know what i'm saying Hell yeah, man. That's dope. And it's it's another example of people just trying hard and making it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that a lot of people see, quote unquote, success and where they're at and they can't draw a line to it. But basically what it is, is just every day just working towards that goal and any small little victory that you have, like that's that's getting you closer yeah. and closer to it. And I also believe in like like prayer, but like manifestation got you you know what i'm saying like i'm gonna achieve this like it's gonna happen nobody's gonna tell me different yeah and, I, and, and and it was it was tough for many years to be like i'm gonna be at the top i'm gonna be walking a client down the red carpet at the grammys mm-hmm. i'm gonna be you know at the ellen show i'm gonna be i'm gonna be yeah. and, and and once it got there it was like yep could you before it even happened could you visualize it happening like you in that position that you're at now? You know, I uh, I always wanted it. 
you know, you know, I always wanted to be, I always wanted to be in those like events mm-hmm. or in that facility or whatever. Did I know in what? No, I just knew I was like, man, like that'd be cool to like be, you know, sitting in the aisle at the VMAs or whatever, you know, but I just never knew what. And this, this was like when I was super young. Yeah. So when I got into this position, I go, all right, this actually could work. I like protecting people because to me doing what I do is like you're protecting somebody from like bullies. All right, cool. I fucking hated bully growing up. Yeah. Um, I protect a good person. All right. Uh, my partner is one of my best friends. All right. And now we get to do all this stuff. Yeah. I should be here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. So about like manifesting it, how do you usually go about doing something like that? You know, it's uh, my fiance, Kristen. She's she's actually really like instilled that and like put it in my mind. Like it's almost kind of like to me is like I'm going to like just just putting it out to the universe. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I want to be whatever. Yeah. I, I want to be I want to be the next Michael Jordan. All right. And that, that's what it is. But I just manifest like, how do I, how am I going to get there? Well, shit, I know that as long as I keep working hard, I keep playing basketball, I keep practicing, I keep X, Y, and Z, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. There's there's no ifs or buts about it. And if there's no excuse, why why aren't you going to be the next MJ, you know? Yeah. So that's how I put it. It's like, as long as I work, I grind, I connect, I, I, I meet the right people on myself, you know? Yeah. Do you feel... Um that there's a lot of power in in thought and like energy that you oh, put yeah. out. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure, man. Like you know, my thing is um I always try to like be myself in every situation. Sometimes obviously, you know, there's some situations where you know, I got to I got to act a little more aggressive or I got to be a little more uh like in the cut or whatever, you know, but I, I really truly feel like yo, as long as I'm myself and just act like myself, I can win people over or I can get in in a good situation and it shows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause like I'm not the biggest, I'm not the fastest, I'm not the, the hardest looking, but I know how to work with people, you know, and I know how to, you know, spark up a conversation. I know how to talk to, Somebody in a suit. I know how to talk to somebody who, who, who wants to get in a in a fight, and I gotta deescalate the. I gotta deescalate it. I gotta deescalate a fight before it even starts. While having TMZ in front of you, while having fans right here, while having phones in the back, while having hmm. a client right here, and I gotta figure out, okay, how can I make this as easy and deescalated as smooth as possible without making a scene? You know what I'm saying? And yeah, and I've been able to accomplish that that's a good skill to have man Mm -hmm. and um that's a skill that a a lot of people may benefit from because you know it's just on an everyday basis there could be a conflict oh yeah could arise so do you have any tips on maybe de-escalating a situation on what you would recommend people do or signs to see or words to use to kind of like get away from that situation um, yeah, I think it also, I think it depends on, on, on where and what, you know, like, I mean, I've had, you know, you have situations where, I mean, I have, I have to deescalate stuff, whether it's 
in the office or whether it's like in a arena. And honestly, it's just it's just knowing your your personnel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you're looking at it like in a security in a, in a security like a like like a stand, you know, if I'm in an arena and you're there, you're wilding out. You've had a couple of drinks in you. I get called. I got to notice. All right, cool. So, you know, Frank looks a little intoxicated. His hands are flaring. Um, maybe he's touching his pocket. How many security are around me? How many kids are around me? Is he getting aggressive? Is he passive? Is yeah. he emotional? And it's just, it, is, is he willing to talk? Is he willing to listen? So it goes a lot of that. And then finally, once you start figuring it out, it's like, all right, now, now I got to use the right words. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So somebody who's been drinking, I'm not gonna be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Cause then all of a sudden it's fireworks and fireworks, it's you know, ready to go, yeah. but, if, but, but if it's, if it's, Hey, Hey, hey what's your name? Your name's Frank. Hey, yo, Frank, what's up, man? What, what seat are you in? Yo, so I work for someone. So do you want me to walk you over there? Anything I can do for you, man? Do you need a water? You could no fuck. Da, 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 da. Okay. Well, let's start from the beginning. You know, uh, what's up? What's wrong? So it's like catering to them, but also at the same time, you're analyzing them, making sure what's going on, seeing how what their reactions are, you know? Yeah. Now, what do you feel is the hardest uh, personality to deal with? Is it more like um, emotional people or intoxicated people or just... Both. Both, man. You know, we, we there, there's, there's quite a few, like, fans that are emotionally, like, like the fanatics. Yeah. You know, like, man, like, you know, oh, yeah, you didn't, you like, like, I'm J-Lo's biggest fan. You know, I've been married to her for like five years in my mind, like type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like shit. that type of stuff, you know? So it's like, that's a crazy one to deal with. But then there's all the, there's also the typical ones where it's like, you know, drunk, you know, uh, maybe on, on some type of drug where it's like, all right, how are we going to, how are we going to calm this down without making a scene? Or if we are, if, if it's going to get to, you know, hands-on how can we make it as smooth as possible so without scaring anybody else yeah mm-hmm. now do you feel in your uh like say being a mentor or something do you ever feel like people are will try you um when i you know it's funny man when i when i two things when i first started i felt like it for sure um but now it's to the point now where like um i don't portray myself as a like I'm security. I'm a badass. I'm a fuck you up. Never. No, I'm, I'm actually the complete opposite, man. Like when I go out, man, like you'll see me in sandals and, and some shorts and, you know, I'll be chilling and, yeah. and, and if somebody wants to, you know, try me try me, man, I'll walk away. I'll run away. <laughs> I'll run away, man. Cause, cause you know, Hey, you're the bad, you're, you're the tough guy. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. You know, it's like, um, but I've had a few, you know, but like I said, it's also that's also the reasons why I only go to certain places. Yeah, you know. So with you being able to just walk away, what is your mindset at that time? Because that's something that is to be like, to be to be honest, man. Like to be a hundred percent honest is is I think about the longevity. I honestly think about like, man, like if I if we go hands on or whatever, okay, cops will be called whatever i don't know what will happen man i'll you know i have i have i have other like like uh like licenses for certain things that that if i would get like let's say arrested or something they all get revoked Mm. that means my job's gone so that means 
my income's gone. That means I can't afford to pay my mortgage. So I just, so my thing is like, man, I'm good. Yeah. You know? That's one thing that's really hard that I've been trying to work on shit for the last five years, yeah. dude, is like a, a ego. You know what I mean? Ego and pride. Yeah. I mean, don't get it twisted, man. Like, like growing up, even up to like, like my mid twenties, man, like, you know, I had that pride. I had yeah. that ego. I had that, oh, you're staring me down. Let's go take a walk outside type stuff. I was, I was like that. You know, like anytime my boys got into a fight, anytime my brothers got into a fight, it's like, nah, I'll fight or I'll, I'll stand up for you type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then as I got older and I started realizing like, it's not just me, it's now, it's, it's like me and my fiance, or now it's like my work. Like at the end of the day, like what is, what is the altercation gonna result in? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's to me, it's the toughest thing for me to like, like, I, like, I know, like, I know that guy's barking and yeah. I know I got to just take it and be like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm a step. I'm gonna walk away. It's tough. Yeah. So yeah. you feel like it's just something that you still work on? Of course. Oh yeah. yeah. I feel you, dude. I, I feel like I'm right there, man. I've been doing a lot, a lot better. I'm not out fighting or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. like that, but it's just like, I was, that's just how I was born, dude, oh, yeah. with, with ego and pride. And it, it could be from when i was younger too you know I, I didn't have much friends or anything like that so i always just have like that chip on my exactly. shoulder and i've just try my hardest just to let shit go mm -hmm. and just not to get bothered by things especially being so so on the forefront of like the social media and having the opinions of thousands of people just like attacking you and yeah. stuff and it's just it's so hard just to walk away from that and that's that's what that's why i asked you about that because it's just like something that's just so hard just to keep on check yeah you know i i don't think people that don't have that in them like those kind of like i don't know if you want to say anger or whatever they don't understand like how hard it is just to keep keep a cap on oh it. yeah it's tough man but see that you know that i also really got into like throughout the years like, i really got into like reading more about like self-help and like how to like like how to bring down like my temper yeah you know meeting great people getting into stuff that really like tests your like your manhood your humility you know like like going and getting to jujitsu and just like like just like you know rolling with guys that are half my size that are tapping me out in two seconds and it's like yo that shit is humbling yeah you know what i'm saying so it's like that really helped me just like hone in and who the person i am and trying to just be like all right instead of getting into that point where i'm gonna potentially have a an altercation i'm just gonna avoid the whole situation together i'm gonna avoid the whole location together and just you know do my rounds in my certain places and then go about my day you know because, you know, there's a lot of people who just want to look to pick the fight. Because, you know, oh, that's Frank. That's the owner. Or that's Big Pep. Oh, he works with so-and-so. Fuck these fools. You know what? Make sure you have your phone out so you can post it on social media. <laughs> and it's like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, so you're, you're, try, you're, you're trying to get altercations with us because you want you want some likes? You want some clicks? Like, come on, yeah? Yeah, dude. It's whack, man. But I think one thing that's really helped me out, too, is just realize that we do have a platform and we do have people that are are looking at us yeah. and i i always say that you got to be the change that you want to see you know so i can't be you know acting a certain way in public and then mm. trying to preach like you know motivation yeah, and things yeah, yeah. like that but it's 
it's hard, man. Oh yeah. I don't know if there's ever going to be a time where I'm just going to be over it. I feel like it's something that I'm just still working on all oh, yeah. the time. I, I think I think that's a that's an ongoing challenge, you know, for 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 anybody, man. You know. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like I I don't want to look like a punk, especially if I'm with like my wife or my kid. But at the same time, like, am I willing to be looked that way as long as I'm good and? You know everything. Like you know, my my business good. They're good. Like it's 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 so tough, man. You know, it's like was like silver lining. Yeah. So you speak on self help. Um, do you do any uh, meditation? Not meditation, cause dude. Okay, so I've been trying, but it's tough because I love like I don't I I don't like silence. Got you. Like I don't like silence. Like like I'll try to meditate for like a minute or two or three, but. I can't. So what I do is I literally, if I'm, my meditation is I just music or, you know, my own type of meditation or like my own therapy is literally working out. Yeah. You know, that's my own type. Yeah. Uh, have you ever done a deprivation tank? What is that? So it's, um, it's like a float, float tank. Uh-huh. So what it is, say it's like a, a meat locker refrigerator, okay. something like that. So it's filled up with, uh, water and epsom salt so what happens is you'll actually float in the water so the water is the same temperature as the air there's no sound uh you can't see anything everything's blacked out uh, you have earplugs on Damn. so you pretty much lose all your senses and uh you just chill in there yeah. no, and just like I, think the about only things thing, the only thing i've done close to that is like i've done like a like an ice bath. Oh, got you, got shit. you. Have you done that? The, no, I no, no, haven't. The, the, oh, the tank. Yeah, I actually did it. Maybe like uh, it's probably like a month ago or something. They have one in Santa Monica, and then they have one by uh, UCLA. Okay, right there. I forget the area. The Westwood or okay, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. So uh, me and my cousins, we went and did that, and it was for two hours, dude. And you don't know what time it is. You don't know how long it's been. And you didn't freak out. Ah. Uh, no, because I've meditated before that. Okay. Um, I actually read a book. I forget the name of it, but it's by Russell Simmons. He oh. did a whole book. Because uh, uh, he's big name. into like meditation and yoga. Exactly. And all stuff yeah, there. yeah, yeah. So I read that book and it kind of broke down um, like why meditation helps out and the benefits of it and things mm. like that. So after I got that book, I tried meditating and it's two times a day, 20 minutes a day. And um it really does make a change in in your day and it gives you kind of like more energy mm-hmm. and it just clears your mind but it's nothing that i've really stuck with i wish i can do it like every single day 20 minutes in the morning 20 minutes yeah. at night but it's super hard so when i went into that tank i kind of had the same feeling that you're just alone with your thoughts mm-hmm. and really as if you're not moving around and like splashing the water there's zero sound inside of there and i mean you you can smell but there's not really any smells it's just like kind of humid how how, how, did you get like super deep in your thoughts and shit yeah hell yeah dude coming up with different ideas and just like i got out of there bro just super excited about things that i wanted to create and that's why i created that like media room right there was from ideas in there and i just still have other ideas ideas that i even forgot about Mm -hmm. but with so much stuff going on throughout the day i never really have a chance to just sit around and think about like life and reminisce and 
just think about what's actually going on you know mm -hmm. i'm sure it's like that with you just the day to day is like okay i gotta do this do this do this do this and you kind of don't have a chance to even reflect on why you're doing it how you even got in that position and for me a lot is is just appreciating it you know i don't take any of this for granted but it's just like i don't think that i show enough appreciation to the the life that we've been created mm -hmm. or given mm -hmm. you know what i mean i still feel like guilty about it a lot of the times that even even for my wife you know she's in the morning she'll go to work and she's working and she's she would rather be somewhere else and my life isn't like that yeah. you know my, i'm i don't have to come in at a certain time i don't have to be here the whole time i can do whatever i want and even for that you know i, I still feel guilty yeah yeah of course for things like that and i'm sure you feel the same when you're a in a different country it, but you know what's funny that's why like i don't know if it's if it's a, if it's a selfish thing on my part but that's why I, I love i love coming home you know and hanging out with like like my main homies or like my family and i guess when they when they ask me like Yo, how so how how is it or how was how was sweden how was denmark and da, da, da. and i'm like oh shit like i was there and it was cool and like but it, like I, I i'm able to like review it as i'm talking because before you know like days go by and you forget like how blessed you are yeah you know it's like shit I, you are a business owner you do have a podcast you do do great things but it becomes like your norm yeah and definitely. so and so like you know i it happens to me a lot it happens to me a lot but then once i like you know i'll come home or i'll or so and so will, will, will ask me how, how is it or what's or what, what was so cool about it i'm like well, now that you bring it up well, i'll remember it and then i'll talk about it. i'm like oh yeah it is that is cool you know yeah i still gotta grind i still gotta work i still gotta be i gotta be up before everybody i gotta be i gotta be up the latest but yeah it's it's, it's, it's a it's a good we're blessed yeah no definitely man and i i try to make a conscious decision to realize that every chance that i get you know even me being a car enthusiast from the cars that i have it's just like damn if i was to look at myself 10 years ago look at me now i couldn't even imagine having the cars that i have but like i don't even really drive them <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, yeah. it seems like the more stuff the more opportunities that you get the 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 bigger you grow as a person and the more experiences you have it seems like it's it's harder to get that kind of feeling that you would get with smaller accomplishments yeah but you know what's funny that's why like for me my biggest thing is like i i feel that way so what i do now is honestly like if i get opportunities now it's like all right who can i bring on or who can i so it's you know so it's like oh i got a plus one cool um I'll hit up like my boy, yo, you want to come to a Laker game? I got free yeah. tickets. I got free tickets because I work for so-and-so. Or I get to go to, I get to go and travel here and get a private flight and I get to invite somebody because I work for, so it's like, that's my biggest thing now. It's like, you know, like for, it's almost like, like everything's just so like normal for me that now it's like, I'm trying to like put it on for everybody else. You know, it's kind of like, yeah. like, I've got that verse, but J. Cole says it like, like what's good in first class? What's good in being in first class and my boys ain't in first class with me type stuff? Yeah. 
it's like that that's that's how i look at life now you know yeah no i definitely feel you on that and um i just got back from atlanta last week or the mm-hmm. weekend before and i've been there multiple times you know I, I love it out there i got friends and stuff but it doesn't it's not like life-changing to me but i ended up bringing my cousin with me and he hasn't flown since he was like 14 and he only flew once to to hawaii uh-huh. you know and he came with me and just to see his reaction to the trip that kind of brought so much joy to me oh, yeah. rather than me okay now i'm just on another trip you know yeah and uh he's really into fishing and he's like oh dude I, w- I would just love to have a fishing day so i knew some of my buddies they fished so um they ended up i was like oh dude linked them up together and they went fishing in the morning bad. and then i met up with them later and he ended up fucking catching a big ass fish dude <laughs> And just him pulling out the fish and just like his smile, just seeing that genuine right. smile. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's dope. Yeah. That's what, that, that's like, that's why, that's what, like why you work so hard, you know, now it's like, cause of that. Yeah. Know? And it's just, it's hard for me to get that feeling now, which is fuck. It's, it's weird, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like you would never have expected it, but like you were saying like the the suitcase right there like i i wasn't even super stoked on that yeah it's cool it's cool but it's not like when i was first starting out and i would get a new air freshener and i would go cruising at night just because i had the new air freshener with the windows down and chilling and it's kind of it's like a gift and a curse man and and you're definitely right about that some some way to get that kind of feeling back is Mm -hmm. to to bring people along and also too another thing is to be honest man is like like starting like the future latino and doing like the pep talk you know i'm far from like the richest guy but my thing is like yo man like i i i was raised at the bare minimum so i know how to live with the bare minimum yeah so so, so everything else if i can make you know a couple thousand to give away on the future latino and 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 know that you know i was able to feed 30 homeless people or i was able to you know for for, for christmas what we did was uh my cousin eliana and 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 her like meant like she's like a mentor so her mentee gotcha we did um like care packages but they were care packages but they were also for women like uh-huh. women who can't get like a uh, feminine products gotcha yeah and seeing the faces on these women and us passing it out and i was like holy shit like this is what i've been missing yeah so that's why you know going and talking to 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 schools and talking to the kids and talking to like you know when when i get hit up and it's like hey man can you talk to my son he really sucked up to you and he's dealing with that hell yeah i go you know that was like feels fills me like with with enjoyment not yeah not the fact that uh i get to travel to to new york or i get to go to chicago like that's that right there that's work yeah you know that that's that's my norm you know what i'm saying and it and to some people you know it's like no you get to, you get to travel to the east coast and that's like yeah i do but it's not it doesn't fulfill me you know yeah. what fulfills me is is giving back you know is, is knowing that somebody can sleep better at night because I was able to give him a peanut butter and jelly, or I was able to give him a laptop, or I was able to 
provide them with the shopping spree, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So do you feel like the things that you went through when you were younger, um, you know, being bullied and stuff like that is kind of your motivation to want to give happiness to others? A thousand percent. I think it's a mixture of, of that. Uh, because I, you know, I'm also like, I'm a realist too. Like, dude, I was bullied and then I bullied. Mm -hmm. So I like, I know how it is to be both. Um, but most importantly, man, like my parents, my parents always gave back, you know, whether it's, you know, them giving money to the church or if we like, we had clothes. It wasn't like, no, throw it away. It was like, no, we're going to give it away to your cousin or we're going to give it away to yeah. goodwill or whatever. And then my dad coming from a third world country and seeing the poverty, him seeing like, you know, five-year-old, seven-year-old kids, you know, shaking their cans for, for quarters on the side of the street. Like that's real shit. So, yeah. so, so the way that like my dad has always been, cause my dad, he's one, one of his philosophy is like, yo, like you don't, you're not going to, be dead or you're not gonna be buried with money on top yeah. of you you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah, like yeah. the end of the day like money comes and goes so might as well if you have some use it and if you have leftover give it away you know yeah. what i'm saying so for me it's like hell yeah not only am i gonna do that but i think with the platform that i have now i'm able to, i'm able to give it away i guess in a way where it's like I like to, you know, you see it, the content. Yeah. I, lo I love to film. I love to film because it's not to be like, hey, I'm Big Pep and I'm giving away X amount of money. It's just, no, it's to show you like, yo, I'm making a difference. So fuck with me. Yeah. So we can make a bigger difference for the next year. You know what I'm saying? And just keep on giving stuff away, you know? So. Yeah, definitely, man. I'm looking forward to seeing all the content that you got to put out, yeah. man. That content is something to me that it really interests me because that's like it takes a lot of creativity a lot of time and effort yeah to make that stuff happen so anybody creating content that's like if i can do if i didn't have to worry about work that's all i would do all day oh yo, just create content tell me about it honestly that, that's one thing where it, like if i could like a dream job like a dream job would be just to be like like to be the the visionary to be like the you know somebody's looking to somebody needs to make content for 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 frank and his and his automotive uh like you know business yeah i would be like all right cool i got this idea like i have so much of that but you know in due time <laughs> yeah no definitely man definitely so do you have any um any plans to give back uh this holiday season do you have anything yeah i definitely do um I won't be around for Thanksgiving. Gotcha. But but the week before, you know, uh, we're we're gonna do another another like like Thanksgiving drive, so we'll do that. Christmas for sure, we'll do another another drive, and then you know, hopefully, um, when I put out like the the second edition of of the Future Latino shirts that I'm gonna make, uh, all those proceeds are gonna go to probably the uh, probably like two or three graduate either from I'll, I'll choose a high school gotcha you know what i'm saying so like last year or last year i did pacifica um next year i'll probably i'll probably do either oxnard or real mesa yeah dude that would be something dope that i would i would really like to oh yeah let's do it for dude. sure man yeah because i i definitely want to give back to the community mm -hmm. even um we just started the skate brand uh downstar skate 
I saw that. Yeah, probably about shit, maybe four months ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son's super into skating, man. I'm like, fuck it, let's let's just do it. We'll make our own thing, yeah. you know. I saw and him. He he uh he just ollied off like a six five, stair. Six stair, yeah, six yeah, yeah, stair. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. He skipped a five stair. Damn. He went from a four to a six. I'm like, bro, I can't even do a six. That's man. bad. You're a psychopath, bro. <laughs> He's got balls, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I love it. And um, we've been going to the skate park in Oxnard, and I'm just keeping an eye on the kids, like who are the ones that are really out here all the time the ones hustling and yeah. when we just got our boards last week i i went we went skating with a few of them and i hooked two of them up with the boards and i'm just like that's that's what i want to i want to give back to these kids bro because i know the position that they're at yeah you know especially a kid 12 13 year old kid and they're out at nighttime like your parents aren't even worried about you you're out on your own and i know because that's how i was when i was their age dude Mm -hmm. i I would just be out skating all the time and kind of just not worried about anything you know but i just didn't have you know the a new skateboard all the time or the freshest gear or anything like that so Mm -hmm. if i could help some of these kids out like that makes me feel good hell yeah and then if you can be like someone that they can look up to and now they have a a real life somebody that they could look up to rather than just some celebrity that they don't even know their backstory mm-hmm. or anything like that. And I think that's what brings me joy, man. Exactly. Is I, I want to give back to people, dude. And, and, and that's the thing where I think like we both agree on is like, we don't want to be known for like the bodyguard and like the car guys. Like, yeah, no, yeah, like yeah. I wanna, you want to be known for being a fucking good person. Like, like, yo, like, like, these kids, like I hope that the person, like the, the 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 student that I gave the laptop to, I ran I ran into her ten years from now. She's like, hey, you changed my life with that, yeah. with that computer or fucking if the the skateboard that you gave to one of the kids. Like, yo, guess what? I'm the next Nigel Houston. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh shit, it's because of your board. Yeah. You know? So it's dope, man. Because I have some people that have done things for me in the past. Oh, likewise, yeah. And I'm just like, if that person never even did that, I don't even know if i would be here mm-hmm. you know granted it was up to me to to realize that opportunity and to take that opportunity but a lot of people aren't even given opportunities mm-hmm. you know they they just have to figure it out themselves which life's hard man oh yeah life is definitely hard and i feel like the life that that i have it's not hard dude like if it's if it's hard it's because i've made it hard so i feel like that i have i have to help others out you know what i mean it's kind of it's kind of like a i don't know man it's just a it's a weird feeling like i said i don't know if it's maybe guilt or something but i just i never feel like this is the position that i'm supposed to be no i feel you i feel you and i i I, trust me i couldn't agree with you more it's just like you're not you won't you won't be like whole until you make sh- until you know you're good and other people are good and I get it I get it man it's crazy yeah it definitely is and I don't think people will really get it unless you're like from where we're from mm-hmm. you know the the most success I'm probably supposed to have is just like working at Haas or something mm-hmm. you know no likewise man likewise but as as I made it to this position as you made it to your position anybody listening right now you guys can make it to whatever position you want so I'm not the smartest person ever, no, exactly. you know, but it's just the one thing that I didn't do is just take no for an answer. 
and um, and you grinded, man. You paid you paid your dues, and that's what I always tell people: is like, yo, there's no there's no shortcuts. Like, trust me, I tried to do different. Like, I tried to do different career paths, and I did try to do some shortcuts, but then you know it doesn't work out. But yeah. with this one, it's like I like I grinded and it worked, and we're here now, you know. Hell yeah, man! Congratulations, Thanks, bro. It's awesome, man. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm glad Brandon introduced me to you. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see uh, what you got in store for the future. No doubt. And uh, I look forward to building this relationship, yeah. man. It's dope to have people around, and I'm excited for Brandon to move back too. Yeah, you know. So uh, hopefully, we could all kick it, man, and just throw ideas around That'd together. So, um, for everybody listening right now, where can they find you at? uh on my instagram big pep 3342 that's basically like my my number one uh social media and then obviously like the youtube um so i think same just big pep yeah but it's also linked to my bio yeah and then the clothing line as well yeah the clothing line is also linked to my bio as well the future latino um and yeah it's all of it's all of it's all on on pretty much instagram dope man yeah, yeah, yeah. anything that we could ever do to help out man i'm always here appreciate dude. it man. i love to see people hustling and and doing more that they need to yeah you know because you could just be doing your job and that's it and not worry about anybody else but the fact that you're giving back that that's something con- commendable for appreciate sure that. hell yeah so everybody listening make sure you guys uh check pep out i'll have the um all the info below and uh Thank you for coming, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know you've been up late, early, man. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I appreciate you sticking around with me, man. Once again, guys, this is Downtime with Downstar, episode 96. Fuck, we're almost to 100, right. dude. Who's going to be your 100 guest? I think it's going to be my wife and my son. We're going to do yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. it's called a mukbang, where you like just grub and just talk about shit so probably just get a lot of food and just talk oh, yeah. man we've been through uh we've been through a lot in this last year so get to catch up christian he just started seventh grade so i want to get his perspective as a kid what school is he goes to uh school in thousand oaks dope, yeah because my wife she works at oh, nice. um rusnak bmw in thousand oaks mm-hmm. so it logistically works out best oh, yeah. over there but um yeah it should be cool man it, we haven't even been doing the podcast for a year either we started it was like mid September of last year. Damn. Yeah, so we're coming up on the year anniversary and fucking grinding, man. Yeah, yeah. This is something that I really want to succeed, dude, because No, you will. Thank you, you will. man. You, I appreciate you, you, it. Yeah, yeah, really good questions. Tell I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening to episode ninety six. We out. Peace. Peace.